seen the people that do and they're not that bright this is true they are not that bright they never were they never will be ladies and gentlemen thank you everybody for joining us Joey Fats Radio row one seat one I am your host Joey Fats with me as always is Sean Bettencourt the one the only Plizzy live coming at you right here on New Bedford Guide thank you all for joining us on this glorious final day of August boy summer is over this is it. This is the summer. end. August 31st. Tomorrow is September. What the fuck happened to my summer? No Where idea. did it go? It was wet. Uh, it was gross. It was moist and humid. Moist. You heard me. Moist, moist. and meaty. I'm just, I, I know uh, my wife is beyond bullshit that tomorrow is September and that the summer is over. She is uh, infuriated and I uh, don't blame her for that one bit because, um, well, we had it, two it just, good weeks. It just went by too fast, dude. Like it was, it was just, it was too quick. Straight up, I, I'm just, I, I'm not even, I'm not happy about it. I'm not even like I, I'm excited for football, but I am not thrilled that summer is over. Like I, I like being outside. I like being hot. I like being sweaty. Oh. Uh, I, you know, I, I oh, like, no. I like going <laughs> to the terrible. golf course. And and just dripping in sweat and like you know one of the one of the variables is like did I bring my sweat towel from the cart to uh, you know make this hundred and sixty yard approach shot that I got to make I, I got to wipe the sweat out sweat sweat out my eyes and otherwise I'm gonna swipe this thing and I'm gonna fucking knock it into the next fairway and boom there goes my good scorecard yeah um, Paul happens. and I played you know we played yesterday down at New Seabury some of you saw it uh, New Seabury Country Club down in Mashpee one of the most majestic picturesque, scenic golf venues I have ever been to. Yep. Thank you very much to the Boys and Girls Club for putting that tournament on. Bob Craft family. And the Bob Craft family for and letting us play in it. It was phenomenal. Thank you so much. Good old we Bobby Craft. Can't yeah. wait for next year. I'm glad Joey got to play finally. I played there before, and the first time that I got there, I was like, holy shit, this club, it's, this is insane. I'm like, this is crazy. I mean, you see the cars parked in the parking lot, and you're like, oh, okay, we're at some, like, really big dollar shit. And then you see, like, yeah, Sotheby's Real Estate building, you're like, oh. Sotheby's. Oh, Sotheby's Real Estate. Oh, that, that's the kind of shit we're dealing with here? Okay. Yeah. And then you get onto the course, and it's like, first hole down. All right, this is nice. It's so, like, get a Second hole in hole. one, win a fucking boat. You're like, Yeah, 50 what? grand turn towards a, towards a boat purchase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 50, oh, yeah, yeah. If you get a hole in one, you get 50 grand. Towards last the boat year, purchase. Last year, which was 40 for most of these, boat. which for most of these people, boat. which which for most of these people is is like fifty grand towards a boat purchase. Like, cool. That basically covers taxes. taxes yeah. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Like, yeah. The house for sale on the point was like nine and a half million or something. It was in Boston Magazine. Oh, it, was it was unbelievable. 
was on, yeah, yeah. It was, it was cheap. It was yeah. unbelievable. Berkshire Hathaway, if you want to get it. One of the coolest fucking courses I've ever fucking played at. But summer's almost over. But the end of summer means the beginning of football. We have a lot oh, of football talk to get into today. Cam Newton. Roster obviously. cut down was today. This, today was the, the, the roster cut down to get to 53. Uh, you got Cam Newton being one of the guys hitting the streets. Woo! Which, not going to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. I was wrong. Called it. Uh, you've got Teddy Two Gloves being anointed the starter in Denver, which goes up my ass sideways. Uh, as we talked about last week, Paul, when we, we were sitting here on the show and I was saying, no, if we if you go with Teddy, if you go with Teddy Two Gloves, I mean, great, cool. I hope you like 10 wins in a first round exit because that's all you're getting out of them. Uh, I don't care if the Broncos brass believes they have the 2015 you know, defense. Teddy, no, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, oh. the 2015 version of him that was, you know, lighting it up pretty hard before he got hurt, 2014, whatever year it was. Uh, don't care. Don't care. Don't care. He's not going to be my quarterback next year. This time next year, one year from today when we do this show. Yes, yes. We Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun be. Watson, one of those, somebody else will be the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it won't be Teddy Bridgewater. Be so who gives a shit? Uh, but the big news, obviously, was Cam Newton, Mac Jones. There are some incensed Cam Newton fans out there today. Which I very, am very surprised very with. Very upset, butthurt Cam Newton fans. Uh, which makes no mistake, uh, make, uh, make, uh, sorry, makes uh, is no surprise to me because make no mistake about it. They are out there and they are apologetic to the core. They've been apologizing for this guy's mediocre career since 2011. Cam's had a very busy week in uh, sports media and in, you know, just today media where he gets cut. Yeah. He's had a very busy week. Very busy uh, week, but uh, we'll take you down. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about Gresh and his idiot take on Cam Newton. We'll talk a little bit of Zolak uh, and his take on Cam Newton. Is there, Sean said it before the show, is there anybody breathing a bigger sigh of relief right now than than, than Scott, Scott Zolak. Zolak. I know he said he apologized to Cam the day of the preseason game. Listen, whatever. I know we're going to have different opinions on this later on, but it's 2021, Scott. Like, what did he expect Like his opinions on the air to, to go come across as? That was just very stupid. He's lucky, With that kind of take, yeah. He's lucky he didn't lose his job to Matt Light, who was yeah. barking at his heels to be over. I am all for Matt Light, former offensive tackle for the Patriots for three Super Bowl wins, to be the new voice of the Patriots on the radio as the color guy. Why not? I hate Scott Zolak anyway, so I mean, <laughs> I don't hate rainbows I, and beef. I can't, hates a strong word. I apologize, but like, I don't really care to listen to Scott Zolak. He pisses me off when I hear him talk. The shtick to me, the shtick is old. Let's see. Like, this is this is, is Scott Zolak. I'm really, really sorry about your big noses. I'm really sorry about how greedy you are. But most of all, I'm really sorry about your dirty, underhanded, backstabbing ways. <laughs> that's, 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 that was uh, the equivalent. That's Mel Gibson apologizing to the Jews. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 was, that was the equivalent. Via family, via family guy, obviously. Uh, but that's basically how Scott Zolak apologized. I'm right. really, really sorry about your big noses. Like, it was, some it was that disingenuous. Like, yeah. It's just like, dude, come on, man. Like, we, we all know you're not sorry. But just come out and be like, no, I'm not apologizing. But we'll get into that in a second. Uh, we'll get back into a little bit of the NBA. So we would talk a little bit of NBA tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that because obviously Rondo is making a return to L.A. And He's... he dicked over the Clippers in the best possible way. I saw that. It, it makes me so happy to think that Rondo was like, hey, Clippers. Oh, you want me? You want me? You want me? Fuck you. Hey, I, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Go to your big brother's team. Rajon Rondo is first career insanely underrated. Is Think he really it. underrated at yeah, this point? Yeah, he's though? totally underrated. P- 
people talk about Rajon Rondo like, like man, he's like a toss-in piece. Like, no, he's a legitimate piece. Playoff Rondo is one of the most legitimate – like, playoff Rondo is a thing. Rondo in the playoffs is one of the best big game performers maybe of all time. I mean, not of all time, but he's in that conversation where, like, uh, from, he shows out when the when the lights get bright, that man shows up. How many and, championships does he have? Three? One with the Celtics. One with the Celtics. One with the Lakers. Two. Two of the Lakers? No, he's got no, two he's got championships. Two, two total. Oh, okay. I think it's only Celtics, two. But, he, but he's been to three uh, uh, finals. Well, yeah, because he went to the finals against in 2010 when they lost the Lakers. Yes. Oh, maybe yeah, he's in the four oh, finals yeah. then. I think he went with another team, too. And he was, like, uh, mm, off the bench. I don't think so. No? I, I'll double check, but I don't think so. Didn't he join the, the, the Clippers at one point? Yeah, but they've never made they it. They never made the... Nah, you're right. The you're finals. right. You're right. That was, like, the hyped-up team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what it was. But, uh... Nelson, we'll get into that. We'll get into a little bit of basketball. We'll get into a little bit of golf. Golf makes heckling a hate crime. Heckling is now a hate crime on the PGA <laughs> Tour, and you will be thrown out promptly if you say the magic words. Uh, we'll get into that, and we'll also get into a little bit of fantasy football as we had our uh, we had my draft this week. Again, no one cares about your fantasy football team. I want to preface that this by saying that. We are not here to talk about fantasy football. We will talk about it, uh, but we just just keep in mind we don't care. We really, really don't fucking care. <laughs> I care. I don't care what round you took. I care. You, you, no one cares that I, I care. took Travis at the end in the 12th round as a stowaway keeper for next year. Can no one that? cares that my three keepers were Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and and, and, and DK Metcalf. This guy no one cares that I, took DK, uh, that I took Russell Wilson so I could have that nice one-two punch. It's the kind of guy that, that uh, says he, he uh, swings a 90 in the golf course and takes like 19 mulligans. That's not true. I don't do that. I can't do that. I, I have, I have, I have the. He's he's basically like fucking Horatio Sand. Uh, no, uh, Horatio from uh, uh, CSI guy? or whatever that. What, no, what was that guy's? Uh, Horatio Sands is a comedian. I know yeah. Horatio Sands. What's what we call Timmy? Um, Dude, he, he got busted <laughs> for sexual like sexual harassment of a minor. Well, we don't accuse Timmy of that, but Timmy, we accuse Timmy of looking like Horatio Sands. Yeah. No, what was Horatio's name from that movie? The the, the yeah guy. Remember? No Horatio. idea. That was his name in the from CSI. Was it CSI? I don't know. What was the name of that Wasn't show? David Caruso. Yes, David it was Caruso. David Caruso from CSI. Oh, yeah. Miami. He was Horatio. Yeah. Oh, I figured Horatio would be like. No, uh, no, no, no. No, uh, no, 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 no. I remember ethnically diverse guy. No, 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 no. So it was like David. You know, it, like no, no one, no one cared. Where was I going with this? I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, but no, it. You said I was like Horatio on the golf course. Yeah. Like, no, that's what he is. He's Horatio. He's like Paul's like. Paul, Paul will be sitting there, and I'll be like, I'll go out to a ball in the sand, and Paul will be like, touch a club in the sand. <laughs> and I'm like, you're on the other fairway. How did you see that? And he's like, it's a stroke, bitch. I'm like, I don't know why it sounds like Shaq all of a sudden. But it's a stroke, bitch. Yeah, probably didn't say it like that bitch. anyway. And he's like, Papa John's. And I'll, we'll get up, we'll, or we'll, we'll, it'll be like two holes later, and I'll be like, yeah, man, like, I went, I went, uh, I went, I went birdie, par, birdie. And Paul will be like, he didn't, uh, didn't count that time you touched the sand with your club in the sand trap, did you? Did you, bitch? It's a penalty, bitch. And I'm like, who the fuck are you, Rain Man? And you're like, but he'll like see that. I remember one time, right? So there was one time I actually did cheat. It was wicked funny because I knew he could see me, but I figured I would do it anyway. And I just kind of like fluffed my ball up in the grass. And you just hear like this wicked nonchalant from like 50 yards away, this wicked nonchalant. Saw that. 
<laughs> and I fucking lost it. My mother was in the cart with me. We started dying laughing because I think I even told her. I was like, watch, Paul's going to call me out for this. And I'd like fluff the ball up a little bit. Paul, you, you saw that. Saw that, yeah. I and like, I'm like, you fucking asshole. It was fucking great. Uh, but uh, uh, 508-992-8702. That's the phone number, right? No clue. Or is it 774 Don't ask me. 774-992-8702. 774-992-8702. I'm fairly certain I just gave out the wrong number, posted the wrong number, whatever. Uh, so let's dive into this Cam Newton news, reaction, everything to do with this. Because, boys, at the end of the day, I called it. I said it. Cam Newton will not be your opening day starter for the New England Patriots. You are dripping in that mag sauce, bitch. Give me that mag sauce. I believe I told a few guys at work that the same thing. They, they told me week five, and I'm, I'm like, like no, week five is not happening. I'm like, I doubt he even makes it through training the camp to be the starter. I'm like, I'm Mac Jones is going to be your guy. I'm bathing in it. Yes. I mean, he was. I mean, he looked phenomenal in preseason, but it's preseason. Everyone looks good. Sure, he looked phenomenal in preseason, but you know what? I'm talking about listen, Mac, by the listen, way. Listen, listen. I figured that. I was like, so, I think he's oh yeah, Mac oh yeah. Jones. No, no, no. I know, I know what you're saying. Uh, no, Mac Jones looked great in preseason. And I said the same thing about Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke last week. My theory on those two was, and we'll get into this in a little bit for, for the, I know there's a couple of my Broncos fans that are listening. Uh, if Teddy and Drew Locke were even, you go with the guy with more upside. You go with Drew Locke. You go with the guy with the potentially higher ceiling because, listen, you know what you're getting out of Teddy Bridgewater. 10, maybe 11 wins with that defense. And a first-round exit to the Chiefs. Like, who cares? Like, you're getting bounced from the playoffs in the first round. I don't want that to be the case. But as a realistic fan, I have to understand that that's probably the case. Now, I would much rather see Drew Locke go out there and fail miserably and the Broncos win six games, get a better draft pick, and then go sign Aaron Rodgers or trade for Deshaun Watson. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Both of those options are better than Teddy Bridgewater. This is no disrespect to Teddy Bridgewater, by the way. I love Teddy Two Gloves. That being said, the same situation is unfolded in New England. Matt Jones was just as good, if not better, than Cam Newton. He was, you could say they were about equal through preseason, right? Let's just mm. say, hypothetically, they were equals. Okay, hypothetically, sure. If they're equal, you go with the young kid. You don't waste your time with Cam Newton. Cam Newton was he threw, what, eight touchdowns and ten interceptions last year? Yes, and he ran that's for like the, another shit ton. Yeah. That's the fucking that's, – that's the hill you want to die on, and I hate that phrase, and people need to stop using it. But that's where you want to go with that? Like, that's the guy that you're going to be like, meh, we should start him. Fuck that shit. Throw the rookie in, throw him to the wolves, and baptize his ass. So – that's what he needs. But another thing is, another reason why I really believed, and I was wrong about Cam, I'll say that. I said, no, it's definitely going to be Cam. They, they gave him this position. They gave him the shot in the offseason. So many guys signed here. Like, you had John o. Smith talking about wanting to play with Cam. You had Hunter Henry saying he wanted to play with Cam. You had Kendrick Bourne, who he wanted to play with Cam. Nelson Aguilar, who wanted to play with Cam. All the guys they signed said they looked forward to playing with Cam. So I said, okay, they're definitely going to have Cam start because all these guys – Literally just said, I'm excited to play with Cam Newton. Right, that's a solid squad you just named off. You know, right. That, that are enthusiastic, that are willing to build chemistry. You know? But I will tell you this, from an unnamed source of Tom Curran's, and I trust Tom. Tom's very connected with the Patriots. I actually trust Tom with all of his shit. Tom E. Curran is one of the more well-respected, trusted people. And he lives in Lakeville. If he didn't, well, I shouldn't probably say where he 
No, he, whatever. He's fucking. Fu- <laughs> he's close. He's, he's like around a Dartmouth, Lake Valeria. 42 hey. Water Street. No, I'm not going to give his actual address. I don't know. He, you'll see him around. If you're in the South Dartmouth, you're in the Dartmouth area, you'll see him time to time. Anyway, so he says, he talked to a few players off the record, and those few players said, quote unquote, don't get it twisted. Mac beat Cam. End. And that was kind of like, I think when Belichick finally saw the locker room, maybe not tell him, the locker room said, I think we know Max a better quarterback. They, you know, you have like that unspoken agreement. You can see it in the verbiage. Like Cam right. gets the guys hyped up. All the guys right. dancing, doing all this shit. Like he's a very good motivator. But when game time comes on and they're playing, Mac just moves the ball down the field the whole time. What are you going to say? Yeah. Nothing. No, oh, he's, okay. he, he's, he has a Scott Zolak in his head. Oh, <laughs> I know. No, I mean, I agree. Like like you said, like, I mean. No, I just sent the text message to somebody who was really fucking funny to me. That's what oh. you said? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but I mean, like, I agree with you. Like, you get Cam hyped up and, and the guys are all pumped, but does that win games? I mean, did Brady approach it like that? No. He no. was a work first. Fuck off. Don't party. You know. Brady was methodical, good decision maker, um, doesn't turn over the ball. Right, you didn't Mac Jones, like that, yeah. Mac Jones was the all-time number one quarterback in efficiency last year. All-time in NCAA history. And his, so, work, and, and his work ethic through camp has been stellar. That's oh, what been, Belichick's been looking for. Unbelievable. Yeah. He said uh, Brian Hoyer, who was also cut today, but I think will be back in like two weeks after they get a couple of roster things oh, out definitely. of the way. For sure. They, they can't go with no other quarterbacks. No. Um, please, God, Patriots, if, you're, if anybody from the Patriots is watching – Trade for Brandon Cooks. We need another wide receiver. I mean, <laughs> and the, the Texans are just ready to get rid of this dude. So just bring back Brandon Cooks. I'll take him back. He's like 22 years old. The guy never ages. Yeah, wasn't he on the uh, was he on the LA Super Bowl team? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was I on. Mean, he's got a little experience. He's out my way. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, that was him, dude. He lost. Who back, that? That I was actually, that him. Yeah, no, he lost but, back no, to back I, Super Bowl. I actually had oh. a, I actually got into an argument, uh, not an argument, but uh, a mild debate the other day on the way into work with a guy at work. Um, that thinks that Matthew Stafford is a downgrade from Jared Goff. No, that is Fuck mentally no. challenged. And he's a Rams fan. And I was just like, oh, okay. And Absolutely I just not. and I just turned around. And I was like, they're talking about Never Detroit. Mind. Being, they're talking about Detroit being zero seventeen. Listen, Jared again. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the first, first ever. First ever. Yes, oh yes. my god! If but they go 0 16 and then 0 and 17, that was would be fantastic. Was it Rod Marinelli? Was uh, yeah, Rod yeah, Marinelli. Rod Marinelli. That team that went 0 and 16. That was, was Megatron. Calvin Johnson on that. That was his rookie team? year. Oh my god! They wasted his hey, talent. Fuck no kidding. Detroit. Hey, fuck it was like Detroit. John Kitna, dude. I like, don't want to. I don't want to go off on a Detroit tangent, but at the end of day today, they had to get to the 53, so the coach cut both kickers. <laughs> they have. <laughs> We'll get somebody else to fucking yeah. do it. He <laughs> cut Matt Prater? They cut all yeah, their coaches. No, he caught, wasn't no. even there. Pra- no, but I think Prater did. No, Pride. Never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. No, mind. they cut all their kickers today. They're like, it's, Pyre, like, it's like Pyre. a fantasy football draft. They go the whole draft. They're Pyre. like, shit, I forgot, to, I forgot to draft to kick him. Whatever. We'll just go next <laughs> Yeah, whatever. We'll pick one up on waivers. No big deal. 774-992-8702. Give us a call if you want to get on this Cam Newton talk. Uh, let's. So let's take a listen to... Uh, first of all, let's do you want do you want to do the 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 Gresh or the Zoe? No, Zoe goes first. Zoe goes first. All right, so I got to hear this again. So Scott Zolak stepped in it uh, earlier this week. He or, or sort of stepped in it. Uh, I'm not gonna say he even stepped in it because the only reason why he stepped in it is because people are just so hypersensitive to everything, and they're just like, mm. oh my god, he said something. Get him, man. That you you are stealing my material. They just want Sir. him off. They want him off the fucking air. 
immediately. Because he didn't fuck anything up. <laughs> I know, right? He probably did, to be honest with you. You'll find out in five minutes. You're right, we'll find oh, out. Oh, we've been on mute for 25 minutes. Fuck! <laughs> like, fuck! we got to do the show over again. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time that's happened. I know, um, I know. So Zolak <laughs> quote, stepped in a little bit uh, because he made some comments about Cam Newton. But let's, well, let's play the comments. Yeah, play and okay. then Let's let the uh, we'll let, we'll we'll let the people. Decide. Like I said, I have to hear this again because I don't really understand what happened. I turn off the rap music first of all because I think it's distracting for Cam here because in between every throw he's dancing. I did and see like, Ka- I did see Karen Garigian of the Herald tweeting about that as he took the field. He's I, doing it in between drills. You're saying? Yeah. He, he, yeah, he makes a throw and then the music's still cranking. I know you can hear uh, faintly in the background here. I think it's distracting for you. No, it's when they play Bon Jovi. That's yeah. like the only. Um, but he can't help himself to where Mac looks like he came to work again. Like he's here to work, and everything's attention to detail. I can't, but that. But, it, but again, is Cam that? What, what well, is I was gonna say? Is that atypical? That none of this sounds this atypical nothing different. from Cam. Yeah. Nothing different. Yeah. Okay. Nothing different. Well, that's- so there you there you have it. There's so there's Zolak's comments. Basically, what he's saying is. You know, he sounds like an old funny dude. He was like, "Wow, aren't you turn off the dang rap music, you kids and your you damn kids?" Yes. He basically sounds like a, he has a little. There is a little John Mara in there for from him. Like, oh a no, bit. there's some anger in there. And you know what the crazy part about that is? And I know we were touching this is that literally hours earlier, someone interviewed Mac Jones and they said, "You know, what do you like to listen to? What gets you hyped up?" And he went on this list of like the current rappers that he listens to. <laughs> Like a list. Da and baby. Listen, and he gave like a list of like rappers. Let's go. And then like hours later, Zolak says, turn off the rap music. And it's just like, da guys. Babies. And then it's like, it's like Cam is not the only one out there dancing and like having fun. Like they literally showed the video and it's like Kendrick Bourne's out there dancing and some of the defensive backs are out there like Devin McCourty. Don't they is- do like segments on like Sunday mornings when they're practicing? Yes, about like, of like, course, dude. Yeah, Everybody dudes, get- dudes whooping it's it up. It's the fucking so, NFL. I'm sure Everybody Clay Matthews has done music. that before. Scott, like- Scott Zolak had a personal – and it's been a while, even since last year. He has a personal vendetta against Cam. And a, the littlest sounded kind of racist. Well, He's maybe like, as turn a for- off the rap music. Maybe as a former quarterback, maybe he was sick and tired of seeing Cam throw footballs at receivers' shoes. You know, maybe Listen, he was maybe he was tired of the McN- the patented McNabb dirt balls that he was seeing out of Cam. Cam had as maybe many touchdowns was- in his career last year that Zolak did in his whole career. So let's, which, okay, really? Zolak, yeah, career wow. backup, Cam Newton, starter, okay, former league MVP. I said one year. Listen. I, I really don't have any problem with what Zolak said, other than the fact that he sounded like an old fuddy-duddy. Now, does he deserve to be fired? Should he have to apologize? No, he didn't say anything Absolutely like that. not. And guess what? Guess who is breathing the biggest sigh of relief today? Oh, Zolak. Zolak, yeah. Because here's the thing. If you were going to listen to Zolak call Patriot games with Cam Newton under center, you were never going to get an honest take. Nope, from him for the rest of the year. That is true. Right. Because everything he would have said, he could have he he could have thrown a ball seventy two yards in, into the fucking stands, off to the left, knocked out an <laughs> old lady, and killed the cripple. And Zolak would have been like, "Well, right, that receiver really should have left his feet for that." Like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck that was. You but. can't defend the undefendable, right? And Zolak, because there was no fucking way Zolak was going to be able to criticize Cam Newton going forward as a quarterback, even though he was a quarterback and in every sense of the word is qualified 
to criticize another quarterback because, listen, he might not be great. He's not Tony Romo. But he, he just told him to focus a little more. That's but, all he said. Focus a little more, bro. Take that shit more where, seriously. He was he was getting at that point. That's, that's how I was, took it. That's what it he was trying long. to get at. But he didn't need to like the 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 one thing that stands out, and this is the only thing that people are going to be able to hat latch onto and, and hammer home is he said, turn off the rap music, play Bon Jovi. Like that's and stop and stop dancing and stop dancing. Oh. What, because he's an African-American quarterback? Oh. You're going to shut the rap music off and stop dancing? Oh, he well, I'll have you know, sir, That's you are a racist. Oh, yeah. he, he said, like, That's what he said? He said, play Bon Jovi. The bon Jovi I heard no, no, no. the Bon Jovi part. The Bon Jovi part was like, it's like, oh, it's like you. He gets distracted yeah. by Bon Jovi because he loves Bon Jovi. So it's like, it's not, he didn't say turn off the rap music and play Bon Jovi, but he was basically saying, uh, like. All right, because I was like, all right, that, paints, was, uh, that puts a new paint job on things. Yeah, he was, he was more or less, <laughs> he was more or less saying, uh, it's, it's not okay to get distracted by rap music, but if you get distracted by Bon Jovi, that's, I mean, that's totally great. I mean, look, it's Bon fucking Jovi, bro. All right, come on. I'm Zola. Right. right, but he's just biased because he's a huge Bon Jovi fan. Obviously. Right, and, and that's and that's all fine and well, but that's pretty much the only problem I have with what he said. Anybody who's making this into a race thing, again, you're intellectually lazy. Right, you're you're just you're just searching for something to be said just for the sake of saying it, and you're you're not giving Zolak his fair shake. Now, do I? Do I care that, that Cam Newton is listening to rap? No. Paul, what do we listen to on the golf course? A game that requires the ultimate m- mental focus. What do we listen to 99% of the time? Biggie, Shine, Hip Hop, Styles P, The Logs, Wu Tang, Baby. Yeah, t- no, no, Let's actually, we go. Don't. Some like crazy ass techno shit, too. But I mean, like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I have absolutely zero problem with what Scott Zolak said. And I'm not even a Scott Zolak fan. Listen, that has nothing, that, that does not bother me whatsoever. Again, the only he just, thing he the came o- across as dumb. That's that's it. The only and and this is this is just like such like an old white guy take. Like, yes. shut off the rap music and stop dancing. It just it, but now, it makes us look bad too. Yeah, like, you like, know, it gives us like that bad vibe of like, really, you could have said fucking anything else. I think anything it makes else. old white people look bad. Maybe no. like sixty and above or whatever the hell well, he is. But yeah. young kids, no, we all Paul, understand though. Paul, how many times do you hear? Just in in Boston, oh, you know how racist Boston is. And then you, all, all you need, all you need to hear is, all you need to hear is a person's like, man, I really don't like that rap music. Racist? And they're like, they're looking at it like that's how Boston is. Yeah, bunch of Irish people. You but, know what I hear more so out of it? It's, it's just, like, look at this white Polak talking about how he hates rap music. Yeah. It's well, racist. It's, it's a no, bad perception. It's always. Wish you would turn that shit off. You know what I mean? It's always turn that shit off or turn that shit. I mean, come down. on. It's like you know it's, my mean? dad won't even play golf with us anymore because we love listening to music, and most of our playlists are dominated by hip hop. We're we're young adolescent hip hop fans. Like Maybe. we enjoy the art of hip hop and rap. My dad can't stand it. I don't blame him. So Whatever. It wasn't his. J- it wasn't his generation. It's not his music. He can't stand it. Buy some and he's just like, I wish you would shut that rap crap off. And I'm like, no, no. When 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 36 Chambers comes on and, and I'm bumping out to Wu-Tang and I'm fucking piping my fucking four iron 221 yards. Granted, it's probably going over the green at that point, but still, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's like the sex cannon. Did you see how fucking long and far that went? Yeah. You know, where's that's the cart girl? Where's the cart girl? Did you see how fucking far I hit that ball? Yeah. Okay, that's all I need to know, bitch. Thank you. And... Like, that's all it is. It doesn't matter what kind of music I'm into. Like, I, there are days where I'm on the green, and I'm having a great day, 
and I'm dancing, I'm whooping it up, and I'm listening to everything from Wu-Tang to Metallica to Bon Jovi, which is on my playlist, as you're, you're, you're so intimately familiar with. I mean, dude, we've got, I mean, we, we, we've got MC, Search, Nas, Styles, everybody, everything, everyone, everything is, is old, on there. Old school. And, oh, shit. oh. brownies. Hey, thank you. Thanks, boo. My wife just delivered us brownies. Thank you, baby. Pretty dope. Uh, there's there's, there's guys, everything that covers on that playlist. I know there's a, there's and, and, and don't get me wrong. When I'm, when I'm in a good mood and I'm having a good day, yeah, I'm fucking vibing, bro. I'm dancing. I'm fucking up there. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to rock, dude. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm playing well. I'm doing everything I got to do. Yeah. He's dying right now at something. I don't know why. I was, I was trying to cut you off, but you were in such a role. I'm not going to cut you off. I was trying to say, we have a little bit of a lag. I want you to watch your face. When she brought brownies in, you went. <laughs> and like, no, Joey, he like froze. He's like this. He went. <laughs> and like didn't blink. And I saw him like not blink. Oh, what time is it? All right. It's like nine. Oh, no. It's, well, I don't know what time it is. It's hold like on, nine, ten. We were, uh, we're 20, tw- call it 28 minutes into the All show. right. Around 20 minutes, we're going to go back to that. Minutes. Watch that on video. We'll watch Jesus that in the Christ. Video. That's great. Well, I'm a fat kid, dude. I saw brownies. I was like. <gasps> Your eyes lit up and you didn't blink. I love brownies. What the fuck? And have you ever had my wife's brownies? Nope, I'll find out You're in a few about minutes. about to. But I'm just saying, like, I get it, dude. Like, like sports and doing stuff like this, it's a, dude, there's a vibe, right? Yesterday, today on the, and, and today on the golf course for me, we're miserable. Because A, I wasn't playing well. B, I wasn't feeling the music. The cigars weren't hitting right. The, the twisties weren't hitting right. Nothing was really hitting right the last two days for me. And I wasn't, I, I just wasn't feeling it. Like I wasn't, ha- so I didn't have a great time. I didn't play well. I didn't have a great time. It's a huge thing. It is. So when I see somebody like Cam Newton out there and they're jamming out to fucking music and they're chucking tutties and they're like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, Absolutely, get the fuck out there and vibe out, bro. Feel yourself. Like your confidence is everything when you're playing in a sport. So I have, I, I really don't. It goes both ways to me. I have, I really don't have a problem with Zolak's criticism, other than the fact that the way he came off just sounded like, meh, you kids in your rap music, meh, 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 meh. like, all right, dude, like. You, what? Oh, oh if, if he was so, if he was banging out to Bon Jovi and still throwing fucking incompletions in the dirt five yards before the wide right receivers, you'd be okay with it? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I think it'd be better. Like, right? Like, oh, in Solak's eyes, it would be better. Like, okay, cool. I, but he didn't deserve to be. He doesn't deserve to be fired. I don't think he should have even had to apologize. He didn't publicly. He didn't say anything that was insensitive. He no. gave his opinion, which is what he is paid to do by ninety-eight-five, the Sports Hub. To go on there and do exactly what we're doing, sit behind a microphone and give you his opinion. And as someone who is a former NFL quarterback, backup or otherwise, he is qualified to make those statements. Mm -hmm. He's also qualified to Mm. sit there and say he's been covering Patriots camp now for, what, 10 years, 15 years? Way longer than that. No, I think it was like 02, 03, 04, somewhere in there. That's that's 18 years. Yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ, it has been that long. Fuck! I'm getting old, dude. Yeah, I'm going to no, die shit soon. Blows, I'm going right? to fucking die soon, dude. Dog, we got like 30 years left. You know what's crazy? I don't know that. I'm just- <laughs> You're dying so young. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's wild. It's 64. Woo! No. It's, in, it's absolutely insane to me to think I'm closer now to my 50th birthday than I am to my 21st. Yes. Yeah, we're on that down I mean, slope, obviously, dog. everybody can math, but like, man, when you get to that point, you're like, whoa. 10 years ago, I, I, I wasn't. Ten years ago, what was I doing? 2011, dude. Like, what the fuck? 
Tim Tebow was the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Dude, we, we, uh, we, have, we have friends. Craig, who's a, like a friend, Steelers fan, listens to the show all the time. Yeah. I saw him post like last year or two years ago now. He's like, man, he goes, I'm old enough now to graduate high school twice. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that's going to be a real thing soon. That fucking blows, <laughs> dog. I know. I'm I know. just probably going to kill myself before I get too old because I don't, I don't, I don't really want really to get too, too old. Like, that shit just sounds like it sucks. And No, it's fun. I don't know if I'm feeling that. You know Let I mean? her go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Fats Radio, roll one seat one seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. 8702 That's the phone number. Give us a call. Give us your thoughts and feelings on Cam Newton getting cut today. Uh, we just talked about the Zolak, uh, the Zolak comments, which again, pretty much more or less a whole lot to do about nothing. Uh, but the bigger thing that I wanted to touch on was the was what Gresh said today on Gresh and Keith on EEI, and EEI is tanking in the rankings. They are failing miserably. Everybody knows that's a sinking ship. The only thing propping them up right now is the Red Sox Barely. and John Henry, and even that, I don't know how much longer that's going to last. Football season, they always they always lose their ratings in football season. EI's got to be, I mean, Ordway's gone. Retired. Retired. I mean, he's still doing, like, little dibble-dabble shit here he's and retired. there. But they lost a legend in Norway. Ordway. What did I say? Orway? Orway. Orway. That's okay. Oh, it's like Norway without the end. The end is silent. Uh, Jesus Christ, fat ass. Get your shit together. This has been the story of my last two days. Get your shit together, fat ass. Um... It, dude, it's been a rough. It's, <laughs> it's been a rough. It's been a rough forty-eight. If you're gonna hours. throw it out there, I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> it's been a rough forty-eight out. Yeah, Paul witnessed my debacle yesterday. Which I mean, I made some nice shots. My driver was working good yesterday. Just nothing else was. Oh, my putter. My putter was working good. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, Ordway is gone. They lose a legend there. I don't know who's gonna fill in with with Lou and Christian, but they're great. But they need somebody to kind of prop them up like they're not they're great individually what they do they don't have an they anchor don't, but they don't have the name recognition of Ordway Glenn yeah. fucking Ordway the legend the man the myth like the guy who called games with Johnny most like that dude he's everything and EI is slowly slipping into the tank and then you get idiots like this and I'm not saying Gresh is an idiot um, but yeah I'll say it this is uh, one of the more idiotic statements I've ever fucking heard on air. I understood this one the first time around. Look, Cam Newton, he went to a Super Bowl. He was a MVP in the league. There's nothing that if this the guy's is had just, an unbelievable career, this is right? just the end uh, of his career. He yeah. goes down as a historic figure within the game yes, for yes. what he represented to people at his position. Cam Newton broke down barriers. It was 30 years ago where, where coaches would have been like, I am not putting an African-American in a quarterback. And Cam Newton broke the mold. That's the reason Lamar Jackson, in part, has a job today in the NFL. Because Cam Newton proved something to a lot of those people who were stuck in antiquated thought process. This guy is a legend. He may not be a Hall of Fame player, but... People are going to look at Cam Newton and recognize his importance within the game of football. And I think uh, for all those reasons you just said, it's tough to have that guy be the backup. So, damn. First of all, <laughs> what the fuck is this? This man gets paid to be on air as a professional. 
You're if listen, if you're going to this guy for your sports opinions, I will have zero mercy on your soul. Yeah. I will eviscerate you. He is in he every was, conversation we have. He was Zolak's former co-host and best friend. So Sean's glad voice. You, and I'm, we haven't seen a black quarterback in the last thirty years. Like So I'm glad you brought that <laughs> up, Sean. Mold. Because my first reaction to this when I heard this, I mean, obviously I was blown away by the stupidity of it. Like 30 years ago, nobody was willing to put a black quarterback in. So, like, what, Warren Moon didn't exist? Friend of the radio program? Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer that we've had on this fucking show? He didn't exist? Oh, I'm sorry, did Cordell Stewart not exist? Nope. What about Steve McNair? Nope. Oh, how about Randall Cunningham? Nope. How about Doug Williams? Nope. How about, uh, I I don't know, Marlon Prisco? Nope. All right, like, did did none of these guys guys existed? I'm going to say they were all babies. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm Imagination. So in the last thirty years, okay, I'm going to start in what was this? 2021, right? So 1991. So 1991. Make it 1990 to be even. 1990. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to start with. Uh, let's see. I'm going to read you the list. Okay. Andre Ware, Jeff Blake, and I'm I'm skipping Jeff Blake. I'm skipping. Oh, I'm, shit. Gonna, I'm skipping over a lot of them because a lot of them are somewhat irrelevant or backups. Uh, uh, Andre Ware, you've got uh, Sean Moore, Jeff Blake, Steve McNair, Jerry Colquitt, Cordell Stewart, Tony Banks, Ray Lewis. Uh, I'm sorry, Ray, Lu- Ray Lucas. <laughs> Ray Lucas, Charlie Batch, Donovan McNabb, Achilles Smith, Dante Culpepper, Aaron Brooks, Michael Bishop, Anthony Wright, Sean King, not Talcum X, the actual Sean King. Uh, you have Jarius Jackson, Michael Bishop, Quincy Carter, Michael Vick, Rohan Davey, David Garrard, ben- Byron Lefwich, Seneca Wallace, Cleo Lemon, Jason Campbell, Marcus Vick, Vince Young, Tavares Jackson, Brad Smith, Jamarcus Russell, Troy Smith, Josh Jones, Pat White, Josh Freeman, Joe Webb, Thad Lewis, Cam Newton, Colin Kaepernick, Tyrod Taylor, Terrell Pryor, Robert Griffin III, Russell Wilson, EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, Brett Hundley, Dak Prescott, Jacoby Brissett, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, Mahomes, J- Jackson, Kyler Murray. We're getting into the end of the yeah, 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 usual uh, of yeah. the of the list. But let's just go back. Look, one, two, three. All the Cam Newton was what the thirtieth name I named. Yeah, probably. Listen, and this is literally just a list of African American quarterbacks to to play the position in the last in, in the in the NFL since nineteen ninety one when Gresh said. 30 years ago, this would have been unheard of. But n- n- no, what it wouldn't f- have. Like, And I like how he said he's not sure if Cam Newton is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he broke the mold, unlike Warren Moon, who was, a, who was and is a Hall of Fame quarterback and played his whole career before Cam was drafted. Facts. <laughs> Warren Moon had been retired and enshrined in the Hall of Fame like six years before uh, Cam Newton was even thought of. And Gresh, when he saw Cam Newton get drafted, was like, <laughs> the slow and, and meanwhile, you're gonna like, and so you're gonna like, he's st- the first. You're gonna stand on your pedestal and prop up Cam Newton as the guy that broke down barriers, like as if Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon and Steve McNair and and Doug Williams hadn't been there and done this already. That's crazy. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like that dude, that right there, what he said just now. To me, is a more fireable offense than what Zolak said. Yeah, oh my God. because what he said wasn't an opinion. He was stating it as if it was a fact. 
Zolak was giving you an opinion. Right. This man was stating it as if it was some sort of fact, like it was like, well. In the last 30 you know, years. In the last 30 years, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Right. Um, let me tell you what, that you're dead ass fucking wrong. That you're, 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 you're either, so either you're, you're doing this because you're trying to have an, like, uh, you're, you're fluffing up Cam Newton because you're feeling the backlash of what Zolak said and you're trying to kind of like smooth everything over like, no, 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 look, 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 everybody loved Cam Newton in this town. We really did. We really loved him. Like, no one said anything bad about him on sports radio. Even the day he got cut, we were talking about how he broke down barriers. The only barrier Cam Newton ever broke down was the barrier that was there that, you know, you didn't celebrate when you were down 23 nothing midway through the third quarter and you score a touchdown and do the Superman symbol. And then you go on to lose 36 to 7. Yeah. Nope. That's the only barrier Cam Newton ever broke down. Cam Newton didn't do anything, anything that hadn't been done by an African American quarterback at that point. I mean, listen, if you want to talk about Cam Newton and how he didn't, how he totally bitched out in the Super Bowl, I, I mean, we can talk about that barrier being breaking down. Anytime, anytime talk, you we, bring up his name, that's what I think of is can, that fumble he didn't jump on. We can talk about the barrier he broke down when he got up and walked off the uh, uh, off the podium when he was being interviewed after the Super Bowl. He definitely broke that barrier down. I mean, he definitely. I, actually, you know what? I will give that. I will give Cam Newton this. Uh, if Cam Newton was a smaller statured quarterback. He would have received a lot. They would the, the the Panthers or Patriots in this case would have received a lot more flags for roughing the passer uh, because the the hits Cam Newton took because he was such a big guy didn't look as vicious as a lot of like the small his smaller counterparts would take. Right. So that is true. You know they would they would he, he would like, get hit and it would be like no yeah, he'd shake it off. Yeah. But like Brady would get hit like that and they'd be like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Kyle Murray. Are you trying to oh, kill the man? Yeah. Like yeah. what the fuck? Russell Wilson, oh my fucking God. Do you realize that is punishable by death, sir? Like, no. But about other than that, like, what, what did Cam Newton have? Like, three, four winning seasons in his career? Uh, He's barely a 500 quarterback. He's barely thrown. He threw eight touchdowns and ten interceptions last year. Why are we waxing poetic about this guy? What, because he was a great teammate and Belichick liked him? What the fuck? Like, who cares? Wow, eight touchdowns? Eight touchdowns and ten interceptions. Passing. Holy I think he rushed to like six or seven. There, there's one statistic right there he's, where I wish I was Jameis Winston for 30 I mean, 30. the fact of the matter is that people he's who are... 75 and 63 for a career. 75 and 63. So he's... Basically little over 500. A little over 500. He's over 500. And his touchdowns, he's 190 touchdowns to 118 interceptions. A 2.7 interception rate. Cool. Just saying. Neat. Yeah. Neat. Well, and, and, and how many winning how many winning seasons did he have uh, as a as a starter? Let's see. One. Uh, I'm gonna go. Like I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna go five. Uh, it was three. 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 Wow. So I was old. Shit. 2013, Wait. 2015, 2017. That's it. Really? No shit. That's it. Yeah. And the 15 was the only relevant one that we all remember because, of course, yes. the famous Super because, Bowl bitch. Yeah. Because he got dicked down in the Super Bowl by Von Miller, the guy who got taken second overall, not. <laughs> right, Joey Fats Radio, row one C one. I want to, Joey. I want to talk about the uh, barrier Cam broke down when he didn't hop on the football during the Super Bowl. Yeah, that no, was the, he definitely broke. He definitely broke that barrier down. He broke down the barrier, which totally makes it 
Like, anybody can bitch out in a Super Bowl from now on, and they will never be remembered because Cam did it first. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. Shut up. What did you have to think? What did you think today when you, the nose broke uh, that he was cut? Oh, I was surprised. I uh, I had many people break it to me because I was busy at work, but I was I was very surprised. I said it earlier in the show too. No, no, I tell tell them how your wife broke it to you. Oh, my wife broke the news <laughs> to me. Yeah, she's like, "Did you hear?" Whenever my wife texts me about sports, it's it's fucking. It's bad. a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's <laughs> bad. My immediate thought my immediate thought was, she says, "You hear about the Patriots news?" I thought she was going to be Robert Kraft died. Well, the crazy thing is that, because, that was my because, because Kayla's barely tall enough to, like, reach the dial on the television. Hey, so fucking hell. There's no dial on the television. How poor are we? Shit. Well, whatever. She, but she's, she, like, I don't even know if she can see over the entertainment center sometimes. So it's, <laughs> that whenever Kayla sees, like, sports news, you're like, oh, shit, this is big. So, for sure. So, on top of that. Unlike her. What? Yeah. Itty bitty. Muy pequeño. So, um, she broke the news to me. I was very shocked. And when she said Cam was caught, I was like, Wow. Because my first instinct was Belichick knows the kid's ready. And he is the first rookie quarterback he's ever going to go with in his career. Ever going to go with his career. And on top of that, he's trusting him, basically the entire offense and like the twilight of his career, to actually go through and make sure he gets the job done. I'm excited for it. If the best coach of all time says the kid's ready, the kid's ready. There's there's nobody else that you can can tell that to. Yeah, I'm not like a – you know, quarterback expert, but when I kept watching the last last preseason game, Sean, if you looked at his facial expression over and over again, he looked like he was extremely pumped, focused. He looked like he was there to like in the midst of a war. Um, Mac Jones, he looked like he he looked like someone who wants to give the job to Cam Newton. You know, I, he did not look up like someone who wants to give a job back to Cam Newton. If if you if you saw that that uh, that Giants game, like I'm sure you yeah. did. How many times did he give dirty looks to like guys like Gunnar Olszewski, who like dropped the ball in his hand, and he just gave him like that, like it instantly brought back a, like Tom Brady. He looked up at him like, really fucking dropped that ball, like it was dead in his hands, and he just like did this and like grabbed his own hands by accident. Uh, yeah. And he was very like methodical, like I put it right there for you. Yep. You should have had it. You didn't yep. have it. Now, now we're going to the bench. Stop making me look bad. Yes, it's my rookie year. Goddamn it! Fuck off. And then another thing, like they, 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 he threw that back shoulder the pass to Devin a CSC, and he got him out of a, a bad hit over the middle, and he put him to like the safe zone. And they, they asked him after the game about that, and he said, "Well, if I threw it over the middle, he was likely going to get hit, and the ball could come." Like the way he thinks is like an NFL veteran. So he's like, I threw it yeah. outside to him where there was nobody on the outside, and he was able to like turn. It he didn't take the credit for it. He said, you know, he still has to make the play, but he just put the ball in a better spot. And that's everything yeah. that all his former. And I know everybody says, yeah, but you had such a wide receiver like factory at Alabama. You have Jalen Waddle. You had yeah. um, Devonta Smith. All of those yeah. guys said, if I could play my entire college career with either Tua, Jalen Hurts, or Mac, they all said Mac Jones without without hesitation. Wow. Every single one. They said Mac Jones throws. A very catchable ball. He's very decisive okay. and he's intelligent with his plays. Which I'm okay. sorry that that looks true. Like when I see Mac out there, it doesn't look like they miss a beat. It looks like they just march down the field. Well, he's well oiled. He's from Bama, dude. You know what I mean? Like the quarterback 20, factory. He's you know 22. I mean? He's 22. Right. So Mac wow. and Mac and Zach Wilson, Jets and Patriots quarterback. Mac and Zach attack. Yeah. 20. Both 22 years old. Tua 23. And the old man, Josh Allen, 25. 25, I saw that. Yeah, the youngest. Oldest shit. Yeah, AFC. Yeah, that was crazy. 
Do you think that Mac, I'm not even going to go this far ahead and say that? Do you think Mac Jones is the future of the fucking Patriots? Because it's a retarded thing to say. Of course do he you is. Of course think, he is. Without question. I want to know if you think he'll be starting three years from now. Yes. For the Patriots. Is Belichick still is Belichick or McDaniel still head coach? One of them, when Belichick yes. leaves, and somebody of them is yes. going to be there, I'm sure. He you is, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. throw that variable in there. Whatever, he, is, but. he is the quarterback they want in their yeah. offense. Yeah. To give you the, 10 years from now, yeah. Hopefully. To give you the short answer, Paul, yeah. I mean, they, there's a reason why Belichick took a quarterback in the first round for the first time in his tenure as head coach as, uh, and GM as the, as the Patriots. Uh, with the Patriots. There's a reason why they took this kid at 15. There's a reason why they just cut Cam Newton and they promoted this kid to the starter. Now, I'm blown away they made him starter. He's a, I'm not. He's a I'm not, I told you. I told you two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was. Belichick doesn't trust rookies. That he this guy was going rookies. to be your day one starter, and if he wasn't, it was going to be a mistake. Now, Bill Belichick is doing the right thing. I can't say the same for George Patton and Vic Fangio, but, you know, I hate the fact that I like Mac Jones. Why wouldn't you like him? He's just an out of shape white dude. Fucking plays for the Patriots. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> you got. You're gonna give it up. If if the Patriots go out there and have success and start winning again, and you want to hate them, fine. But I'll be. I it. can't like the Patriots. I mean, I don't. I don't know, dude. I'm so indifferent. I'm growing older. I'm getting wiser. I'm thinking things. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know. Shit, you like Brady now? That he's in Tampa. You're like, I, ah, didn't, yeah. I didn't say I liked Brady. I just don't hate him. Yeah, that's what I mean. Anymore. Really. No, you don't have to hate him. I don't have exactly. to hate him. Right. I just don't like the fucking Patriots and like I don't I like Mac Jones, but I hate Alabama, but I'm like, fuck, man. Like where Bama? do I I don't fucking like Bama. Why? No, fuck Bama, dude. I'm a fucking, fucking Oregon Ducks fan, dude. Roll fuck tide, Bama. bitch. Nah, fuck that. He has shit. been a Ducks fan for I mean, as long as I've known him. Roll tide. Roll Tide every single week except I was gonna say, Saturday, I'm baby. I'm pretty sure you used to hate Bama with a passion, if I don't remember correctly. No, yeah, but then, no, 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 no. I rooted, you used to I hate rooted, Roll Tide. Yes, I rooted you have against rooted, Bama. This is fact, yes. I rooted against Bama, and I'll be rooting against them on Saturday night when they play my motherfucking Hurricanes, baby, because don't forget who invented swag. Don't forget who brought all this fucking gangster shit to football. Listen, I would Love root you. for Dabo Sweeney Real and Clemson five. before I rooted for Bama. Listen, you listen. take that back, right Joey. Now. No, I'd rather root for Clemson. I, Joey, I will. I swear to God, Paul, if I didn't have to take a shit right now, I would fly over this table and kick you in the balls. Joey literally saw a ton of videos of guys in Alabama getting arrested, and their final words were "Roll Tide." And he's like, "I gotta respect this franchise now." I guess so, yeah. Like I'm in trash, and I'm in trouble. It's like that naked guy with the soccer franchise on the calf. When he, the naked guy with the soccer franchise? Oh. <laughs> well, that guy's hardcore. Yeah, just let him go. Yeah, just go. Joey. Yeah. Joey, I, I got to – people think that I get mad at Joey because he's a Broncos fan, but I appreciate his uh, Patriots view as much as anyone else. Joey, what if Max struggles week one, two, and three? Who cares? It, it doesn't matter. He's your guy, dude. Like, listen. Look at Peyton Manning year one. Here, I was, I was, year three. Year four. Up till four. No. no. Year, two, year, two, uh, 90, they, year two. Year two, they went 13 and three. and they Guy. Yeah, but he still wasn't the Peyton Manning that he was when he was 06, 07, 08. Yeah, he, he struggled nah, three he was pretty years fucking talented. at least. He's pretty goddamn talented. Uh, no, listen. It, if he struggles, it, it doesn't matter. You've hitched your wagon to this kid. And okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you right now. Mac attack. If you're a Patriots fan and you're listening to this show, be ready. Matt Jones is going to struggle. He is going to have games that he is not going to play well. He is going to make idiotic decisions. He's going to do things that rookies do. He's going to lose you some games this year. That is a fact. It will happen. But do not, under any circumstances, sell this kid down the river. You just – you don't – you – 
You stick with him because, and, and I can already hear it. And Pat, you just alluded to it. What if he struggles week three? Okay, what if he struggles? What if, all right, what if he struggles in week four, right? And they play the Buccaneers at home. Yeah. Tom Brady's return to Gillette. And Mac Jones has himself a, has, has, maybe he has himself a rough game, right? And the and the Patriots lose 27-23. And there's like a late turnover, and Shaq Barrett, you know, forces yeah. a fumble and and Mac Jones costs it up. Immediately, the Cam Newton apologists, who again are boneheaded, ignorant, stupid fans and don't deserve to be heard. Yeah are going to come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, Cam Newton wouldn't have done that. Cam Newton, we would have won this game. If Cam had started, we'd have won this game. We'd have, we'd have beat Brady if Cam had played. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. You know what you would have done? It, the, the only thing that would have been different is the game would have been over in the first half. Yeah. Because Cam yeah, Newton would have got hit. Shaq Barrett would have fought. Or Dominican Sue or somebody would have hit him. And you know what he would have done? He would have been like, uh, I'm terrified and I'm not going to play anymore. And, oh, that fumble's on the ground. Guess what I'm not doing? Jumping on it. I didn't even yeah. jump on it in the Super Bowl. Why am I going to jump on it in week four of the regular season? I, we don't know how Mac Jones takes getting hit. He hasn't been hit a lot. Like, we see Mac Jones in the preseason. He looks great. He looks fluid. looks flawless. The offense moves. I mean, is he going to be like Brady? You hit him a lot, and he starts, getting, he starts hearing the footsteps, and he starts getting those jitters. Like, I don't, we don't know. We don't. It, there and, is a lot of unknowns with Mac Jones. Yes. Yeah. We are 100% going to lose week four. This we're, is fun because sometimes we get kind of fun. We're definitely we losing against Tampa. Listen, Pat, I'll tell you right now, I'd rather roll the dice on the unknown with Mac Jones yeah. than yeah. roll with the known with the devil I do know and Cam Newton and finish, you know, whatever, nine and eight now, oh. whatever it is. Like, I don't even know. I'm going to have to. It's nine it. and eight. Call it. Fuck it. Nine and seven, eight and eight. Whatever the, whatever it is that Cam Newton's going to get you to five hundred, you can't go five hundred anymore. Maybe he gets you to maybe he gets you to ten wins and you sneak into a wild card spot. But listen, man, Buffalo's got a stranglehold on your division right now. Yeah, the yeah. Dolphins are getting better. B-Flow is the fucking man. The Dolphins are going to challenge Buffalo this year and next year in the coming two years. They are going, especially if they get Deshaun Watson, fucking forget it. They're going to challenge Buffalo for second place. The Jets will forever be the Jets because they're the Jets and they just, they do Jet stuff. Jack, Um, suck. Which is just blow, blow ass. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) They're just basically, uh, they're just basically a default at this point. It's like playing the computer, you know? (laughs) It's like, it's like when you would, uh, when you would, when you would play Madden in like 2004 and you play like the, the galaxy. Hey, we need to even out the galaxy. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, New York Jets. We 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 know you're a franchise, but you're you're just here to round out the numbers, okay? <laughs> try not, yeah. just try to stay out of the way. <laughs> like, try not to fuck this up too bad. Uh, but no, listen, you're gonna have you're gonna have growing pains with Mac Jones. This is not going to be a smooth. You're not going. You're not going to the Super Bowl and winning it like you did with Brady 21 years ago. Right off this the is bat, not Brady. Not, this it's is not, not Brady that's, yet. that's that's happening year one. That's not happening. No. Don't get your mind off that. It's it's yep. not how this is going to go. But you will be better off for the next 10 to 15 years awesome. because of this move. Awesome. Awesome. I am envious because, again, and this comes back to what I was you, – you, you alluded to, to the Broncos a little while ago. If Listen, I'm, I'm a little bit perplexed why they would name Teddy Bridgewater the starting quarterback – when they had a chance to take Justin Fields or Mac Jones, and they chose a cornerback, 
if they didn't believe in Drew Locke to begin with. Maybe you're going to be really rich next fall. You're going to have Aaron Rodgers and making fun of all of us. Yep, that's Listen, happen. I mean, that's probably <laughs> going to be the you case. I have Aaron Rodgers. It's probably going to be the case, but at this, but it's still at this point, like, why would you then not not roll just roll the dice with Drew Locke and see what you got in him? Yeah, what if Locke comes out and throws thirty six touchdowns and ten interceptions, and the Broncos win twelve games and you know get to the divisional round or the or the yeah. they can't get Rogers now or, or the conference championship thirty six and ten what you know what I mean like 06? no Joey I don't 37. think um, this is uh, I'm not trying to open like ten doors at once but no by all means kick, the, kick those bitches open think that Vic or John Gruden. Maybe the Broncos think they need a new coaching and a new quarterback. No. I mean, you have to really rebuild. Facing John, John uh, Andy Reid, you got to have some rebuilding. Well, listen, I, I, I firmly believe – so you, you opened up a couple of can of worms there. Um, and I'm but sorry. I it's okay. That. No, it's fine. Kick the doors down, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to correct you real quick. Uh, John L.A. is no longer in charge. He's he's like he's, okay, right. he's not the GM. George Patton is. So George Patton is the guy making the things. But John L.A. has some say, but George Patton has final say. Uh, Vic Fangio, I do believe Vic Fangio was leaning towards Teddy Bridgewater because I do believe Vic thinks that that will buy him another year as okay. the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And he knows, hey, man, if I can just bridge this gap and have a somewhat successful season and get to next year and with this defense and then have Aaron fucking Rodgers, oh, baby, sky's the limit. Yeah. And he's not wrong. It's a lot to go down. He's not wrong. However, my fear is that they're, they're throwing away – Drew Locke, or they're, they're throwing the keys out on him too early. Uh, is Listen, Drew Locke was what I considered a two- to three-year project. When they drafted him in the second round out of Missouri, I, I liked Drew Locke a lot. I thought he was a, a, a great yeah. talent. I thought he was, he, you know, he, he was a, Elway did, so. He was more of a, he, he felt like an unpolished Jay Cutler coming out of college, right? So you, you give him two, three years. Well, then you get COVID. Uh, the pandemic starts. There's no OTAs. He gets hurt. Yeah. He gets hurt. Then there's no OTAs. There's no training camp. He comes out, struggles opening day, gets hurt week two. Then, you know, he finally gets healthy, starts looking like he's playing well, and boom, the whole quarterback room gets suspended for COVID uh, because of the NFL's <laughs> yeah. idiotic fucking rules. And, and, oh, that's yep. right. And, uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Hinton, did, uh, he, did, he got cut today. He was one of the ones – uh, More running backs. Kendall, uh, the the kid that played quarterback, the yeah, wide yeah, receiver yeah. that played quarterback. That was a surprise. First. He got caught today, which is sad. R.I.P. in peace. Um, but no, but it just Your you career. you've got to look at it from this from this standpoint. If you're a Patriots fan, there are going to be bumps in the road. There are going to be growing pains. Deal with yep. them. Deal with them yep. and enjoy the embrace them. Yep. Because guess what? I'm happy. You're you're now in the same boat that the majority of us have been in for the last 20 years. Yeah, you, know, you, you yeah. just you're not rolling into the season going, all right. Well, we got the coach, we got the quarterback. Uh, yeah. How good can we make this team? Can we go undefeated? I don't know. I mean, there was legitimately seasons where Patriot fans would come into the season. It's like, okay, it's not a matter of if we win the Super Bowl. It's can we go undefeated and win the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's. I, I almost took that take as you people. being like, "Don't worry, Patriots fans, everything's going to be okay." And I was going to be like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, this well, is everything is going to be fine for the Patriots as long as Bill Belichick is in charge. The Patriots will be fine. Yeah, I know. So there's a video I sent you um, that's very prevalent today. It happened. It came out on draft day. It's of a Jets fan watching with his sons the NFL draft, and the Patriots draft Mac Jones, and he just screams out, "Fuck!" As loud as possible, and then and then that's all he does. And and, the, and his, he's like he's like they just drafted the next Brady, 
and he's and, and <laughs> this is a young kid saying this. This is a this is a dad. Of, oh, the, yeah. oh, 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 and nice. the kids and the kids. I just sent it. And if we want to play it on there, it's only thirty seconds. Um, it's it's the best. And this guy is just like livid, and he's like, of all the guys the Patriots could get, they just got the next guy that's gonna lead this team. No shit, they got that much high. They got that, he's video. like a very. I didn't think he was that like like highly toted as a, like a prospect coming in. I didn't know he what, was. What, Mac Jones? Yeah. Originally, everyone thought he was going to go third to San Francisco because Kyle Shanahan yeah. loved him. And then yeah, Kyle yeah. Shanahan did like the 180 and took Trey Lance last minute. But Trey Lance Shanahan is. Shanahan might not be happy. Yeah, Trey, Trey Lance is like, has all the tools in the world to like throw the ball out of the stadium. succeed, yeah. But he's just, you know, he's a kid. He's 21. He's think he's 20 or 21. He's like yeah. one of the youngest quarterbacks ever drafted. Yeah. Wow, no shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know Mac Jones. I mean, I, I've heard the things in training camp and everything that he's going through. But like you said, you take it with a grain of salt. This training camp. I know, but you know, I, getting I, under I'm the excited. pressure. Yeah, I want to see. Obviously, like like I was saying, like and and what I meant by like the whole like, do you see him playing in in three years for the Patriots? Because like this generation always seems like even in the past, like maybe like five. You got two years. Right, I think this. I think this will work. Right? There's so much movement. I think, I, I, think, I think this video will work. Let's All right, see. I'll see. All right, let's see. Yeah, fan. NFL draft. Uh-oh. The six-time world champion New England Patriots select Mac Jones. Fuck! <laughs> He's going to be fucking dead. Yeah, what was that? Let's see everyone now. Look at him. That's, that is fucking great. I'm proud of myself for fighting for that. That's a Jets it, fan being pissed off that the Patriots took him. That is too damn funny. So yeah, that's uh, that's how that goes. But yeah, bet that you got nothing to worry about, buddy. Listen, it's not going to be pretty, and there's gonna yeah, yeah. there are going to be some there are going to be some there are going to be some dark moments. There's gonna you guys yeah. are going to experience some shit as Patriot fans. He's short, Joey, so he might. It made some knockdown balls at the line. I know he's short, a lot shorter than Cam, but oh, I wish I know. I wish we. I wish he's an inch shorter than Brady. Oh, I didn't know that. He's six three. And he's fat. He's my height. He's not fat. He's got tits. He's thick. He's thick. T-H-I-C-C. He's only twenty two. He's fat. He hasn't lifted a weight in like ten years. I know. He smokes cigars. He's fucking fat. Look at him. Fuck. That is the most unathletic body I have ever seen. Imagine like ten years ago, you're like, these two men are playing the same position. Who are you taking? And everyone's like, the fat yeah. kid. Yeah, I know, I know the fat kid. I know the yeah, same position. Yeah. Just, he's a little doughy. He's a little doughy. He's got yeah. I, you could doughy. scoop those tits all day. I, I'll, I'll show. I'll show it to you guys. But yeah, no. So, but you know, here's the thing. Listen. uh, you guys are going to go to some places, some dark places. I think I think we go that to the you haven't been to in, in quite a few years in the regular season. We go to the playoffs this year. Wow, I'm not saying so. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just saying that there are going to be times five bucks you where don't. Wow. you don't make the playoffs at all. Just wow. straight, you don't make them by five bucks. That's it, five. Yeah, just five okay. bucks. Just a five friendly bucks. bet because I don't right. think they're going to make it. Okay. Lizzie with the big bet here. Nah, just throw it out. I think it's <laughs> for fun. Big bet. Yeah, just for fun. Five bucks. Fuck it. Why not? Why five not? bucks. It's Make a it a go. I think yeah. I could. I think I could. I think I could. You know. All right. Let's, we'll take a little, we'll, we'll, put the, we'll put this image up right here. And, uh, you know, one of these two is a starting quarterback in the NFL. The other doesn't have a job. So you you figure out which <laughs> one's which. Uh, Pat, you'll see it on your screen here in about 10 seconds. Um, but no. It's it's one of the listen, man. There's going to be some shit that's going to go on. You guys are going to have some bad weeks. There's going to be some shit that goes down, and you're going to people are going to start clamoring. The and it is inevitable. 
Be prepared for it. I'm telling you right now on this show, on August 31st, the final day of summer, there are going to be dummies and idiots and misinformed, misguided morons, and then there's going to be some trolls too, that are going to tell you, well, if Cam Newton was the starter, this wouldn't have been a problem. Um, they're wrong. They're, they're 100% wrong. Cam Newton was never your long-term fix. He was never your long-term solution. He did, listen, last year was a crazy year for the Patriots. Cam doesn't get hurt or doesn't get COVID. We, we suspect he got hurt. We don't know that for certain. If none of those things happen, maybe things turn out different. But they didn't. And guess what? The bottom line is Cam Newton threw eight touchdowns and had ten interceptions last year. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And he fought. I mean, there was three or four games that he lost for you. Denver, Seattle. Buffalo. Buffalo. He literally fumbled it away at the Buffalo yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, there was there was games that Cam Newton lost. So, listen, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a little up and down, a little more up and down than I think Patriot fans are accustomed to. And you're going to see a whole shitload more of, of uh, you're going to see a whole shitload more Bucks jerseys around here this oh, year. Yeah. Uh, which is good because we're going to weed out some of these pink hat asshole fans that don't belong anyway. Um, but nonetheless, it is what it is, brother. I need You guys are going to be fine. I guess Mac, Mac Judon, Uche, Duggar. Those are like the names now, all the, like the young core guys. It feels so weird. I guess Jonu. But John is only like 30 almost. He was like 28, 29. But they're upset that Cam's cut? No, no, no. I'm saying like like people wearing like new jerseys. You're going to see like a whole new crop Sonny of like Michelle's new jerseys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sony oh, Michelle, yeah, yeah, shut yeah. up. <laughs> Ain't nobody was wearing a Sony Michelle jersey. <laughs> Damian Harris, maybe. I know. I just, hey, he practically won a Super Bowl for you guys. I don't want a Sony Michelle jersey. But uh, Pat, anything else you want to uh, throw out there? I think Pat's gone. Okay, Pat hung up. Okay. Bye, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Pat, thank, thank you, you for the call. call. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened with Pat, but Pat, uh, you shut the, the hell up. It just went. He just went. He just went. Uh, he went dark. But seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the phone number. You want to give us a call? Get in on some of this Cam Newton talk. Uh, there is a lot to get. I mean, there's a lot to get into here. I mean, this this Gresh take though is one of the more idiotic takes I ever heard, and I just I don't understand why. Like. Because you you've got to you've got to think right, as a professional who is paid to comment on sports. This man is not that stupid. He is not dumb enough to think that Cam Newton broke down barriers or doing this. Who at Weei is telling him, go out there and fluff up Cam? Yeah, like, we got to run damage control. Like, why is EEI running damage control for Zolak on 98.5? Like, because I know it's completely the opposite point of what I know. They're, I know they're buddies, but at the same time, like, is it is it John Henry in the Globe being like, probably? Listen, we have the biggest Black Lives Matter sign in the country. Yeah, get your fucking ass out there and you apologize to Dan Newton. Street name that was like a hundred fucking years yeah, old. Yeah, like, the, is that is that where it is? Because because this it's coming from somewhere. It's not coming from Gresh. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say that much. I don't believe that what Gre- I don't believe that Gresh believes what he said. I don't. I, I just think it's dishonest. It's it's disingenuous. He sold out, and to some degree, I get it. We all have to. And if the boss is saying, "Do this," and you're gonna be the guy to do it, do it. 
But if you watch the clip, Rich Keefe is like, he's on the computer. He's like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. He's, mm. he's applying for jobs other places. Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. He's Indeed. Like, he's, probably, he's, probably on, he's probably on Monster updating his resume. Yeah. Like, uh, emailing the station director at fucking 98.5, like, hey, can I come back? Can I come back to this job? Like, please. Uh, but no, it's just you can tell, like, something's amiss there. Yeah. Something's definitely amiss. And there's no way in hell, and I, I will go out and I will say that much. I will defend Gresh to this point. I do not believe... What Gresh said, Gresh believes. I just don't. I agree. Because you can't you, you can't, can't possibly be. Even a casual sports fan knows who Doug Williams, Warren Moon, Steve McNair, Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb. Everybody knows who those guys are. Culpepper. Right. I mean, I was even, yeah, right. You, I mean, yeah, you can't. Kelly Smith, dude. Like, how could you There's, say that with any conviction? Dude, I forgot all about Aaron Brooks. He was like forever Aaron in, Brooks in was New the Orleans. Saints. Remember Aaron, Saints, yeah. Aaron, was he number two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Aaron, Remember yeah, Aaron yeah. Brooks number was – he was a yeah. fucking – He would, the, the Saints were a cheater team in like Madden 04 because they had Joe Horn, Jerome Payton, and Dante Stallworth on that roster. And they all had like 99 speeds. 99, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers' arm – I mean, not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron Brooks' arm strength was they like wish. a 99. So you could basically just Michael Vickett and just – Yeet. But Aaron Brooks did have one of the best like long balls in the NFL forever, dude. He always won the uh, the passing competition they used to have. Remember they used to go to Hawaii and all. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. He threw like an eighty-two yard bomb, and he always like beat Manning. He beat all the guys out. He beat Elway out. He beat all tons of guys out. Sure did. He had a rocket arm, but he, shit quarterback. Yeah, wasn't a great quarterback. I mean, listen, if 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 great arms made great quarterbacks, Drew Bledsoe would be the goat. Or uh, or or uh, what's his name um, that played for the uh, what was the the kid for the Ravens? Oh, uh, Kyle Baller. Kyle Baller. I can Kyle kneel Bowler. at the fifty yard line and throw it through the field goal. Brady coach. Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> no, Brady Quinn didn't have a good now. Game. I'm now done. I'm done. <laughs> um, oh, I like Brady Quinn. I'm not gonna lie. Brady Quinn's actually one of the better uh, on air personalities. Yeah. As far as like ex jocks go. Speaking of like insane things that you see by quarterbacks, if winning a Super Bowl consisted of throwing a football. Into a uh, end zone corner net, Aaron Rodgers would be undefeated. I have never seen more offseason videos of Aaron Rodgers throwing a football into a net in the end zone than this offseason for the Packers. That's all you see. No, he's not throwing to other wide receivers. He's throwing a ball into a net in the corner. I just I love when like when you can literally do something physically like when you're just when you're so locked in in like your game like whether it's golf, darts, uh, from those are the things that I would right. assume. That I, I would I'm good at, like when you just know and you just like, yep, my body I'm going to make it or Beirut would probably be one where I can just be like, and this is going in that cup, and I don't have to look I can just launch it and I'm just like yep and it goes in or I can throw the darts at the dartboard like last night I think I threw two 180s in a match, and I was like wow it's been a while since I've done that because I haven't played in a while, or a couple weeks ago we're golfing and I'm just fucking striping it and I'm like sweet. Like, I don't even have to think. I'm just smoking balls. Like, this is great. When you can just have that confidence in what you're doing, where you don't have to think, and you're just up there, and you're, just, you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, that's how I f- imagine Aaron Rodgers must feel, like, every day of his life, where he's just like, oh, oh, there's, a, there's, there's literally a quarter inside of a bullseye, inside of the cloaca of a flamingo. <laughs> the cloaca. 
I'm going to throw this football so hard and so fast, it's going to go up that flamingo's cloaca and then hit the quarter in its beak. And, like, that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He's like, Fing! he's like, what the fuck? How does he do that? A cloaca, a cloaca, a cloaca is a bird's asshole. Uh, yeah. The, I, you didn't know that? No, I didn't have to hear the definition. You just knew? I could assume what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> After you said, up, it's cloaca. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Such a fun word. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Right? <laughs> but so Rogers totally happy as a pig and we shit. We use that. Right I now. use that word yesterday on the way. Oh, I could golf. tell. It sounds like a and piece of furniture. Oh uh, yeah, sure. You could just go put your coat right over there on the cloaca, please. No, he <laughs> got that. No, you, no, you, you get it from IKEA. <laughs> Something you buy at IKEA to hang your coat on. Yeah, go put it on the cloaca. You should. You should do that. Go to, go to IKEA and just be like, I'm looking for the cloaca. You can yeah, see what it sounds like a piece of fucking. Uh, furniture. Do you guys sell cloacas? <laughs> Could you imagine asking that? We we need to set that up. We need to set somebody up to <laughs> fall to fuck them up. The, the people that work there would be like, I don't know. Let me search it. How do you spell it? Oh yeah, yeah, we got that. We can find that. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's in the oh, we, language. Oh, we definitely have that. The IKEA guys like, oh no, I, I've definitely heard of that before. We definitely have it. Like, really, you have? They have a Flugenhagen. I don't even know what the hell that is. That's a, a that's a Volkswagen, yes, isn't it? It's another. It's a, <laughs> no, it's a Favenugan. Oh, sorry, Mike. My bad. Favenugan. The name's for everything. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I, I'm serious. That that. Ikea, if you went, like, we should do that. We should undercover record ourselves. Ikea. Just go to Ikea and be like, hey, uh, I saw you guys at Cloaca's on sale. They can don't I, care. Can I go? And they'd be like, oh, what is it? How do you spell it? Let me look that up. What uh, section? What, what, We're going to get the it? kid who's just about to quit his job, and he goes, oh, fucking no, guy. Go find yourself. We're going to be like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so I used that on the way home yesterday. I, 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 said, that to, uh, I said that to one of our friends. And I said, uh, I said, did you kiss your girlfriend's cloaca? And <laughs> Paul just starts snickering, and he looks at me, and he just goes, do I even want to know what the fuck that is? He's like, you and your fucking words. Yeah. Well, it was a pun. <laughs> it was a play, in a sense, on it was a play. It was a play on words, and one of our friends, girlfriends, it, it just it made sense. Trust okay. me. Okay. It made sense. Uh, and it's a lot funnier if you know the whole story. And the people who know the story or can put two and two together, they'll There's only it out. three of us in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no. Guess what? I can probably assume what the story consists of. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You can. Uh, but anyway, uh, 774-992-8702. Give us a call. and uh, give Say us, his name. Give us your opinion on cloacas. That's, that's where we're at right now. Um, so we've got to – we talked. We touched on Cam. We've yeah, touched on – on Mac. Uh, we've we've touched on Teddy Two Gloves and Drew Locke in Denver and that thing. Let's talk a little. Uh, do you guys do do you want to hit a little fantasy football right now? We can. I mean, we did just have the draft uh, Sunday. There. Most people, most people, yeah, I know. <laughs> most people are having are having their drafts. Your team's probably better than you not being there. We made it's so many better. jokes. It's better when I'm not there. I said your team's so probably we, better than if you were there. Oh so, yeah, uh, my team's way better. Than we obviously we sure. we didn't do the row one seat one draft this year. Uh, because too much other shit going on. I don't need two leagues. Just give me one, dude. That's it. We've Honestly, it. at this at this point, dude, I, I'm just so over fantasy football. Like I just don't fucking care anymore. Most of my friends are quitting fantasy football altogether. So much time because they're just like, yeah, I don't a, I don't have the time. I can't devote myself to it, and b, it ruins football for me. Yes, yeah. it really does. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, because I really don't want to have to tune into like the Bengals Seahawks yeah. at one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon to see what's going yeah. on. I really Game don't. Time decision, fucking players and shit and all that. Oh, oh shouldn't sit my lineup. Fuck. The, the, I fucking the London, hate that. the London games are fucking ruining everything. Yep. 
with their 9 a.m. bullshit-ass start times. Yeah. Praying that Russell Wilson will throw it to Jacob Hollister for one thing. Please, God, throw it to the tight end. DK, makes sense. Go fuck myself, I guess. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I, I did draft Russ and DK, so. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome for me not keeping him. Who? Russ. Why would you keep a quarterback? Because I've always kept it. He was getting too high. I'm sitting over here with Brady with a K on my fucking roster. Well, yeah, because, Why would you keep him? Because, you're, because your fucking team blew last Blows. year. I need a drink. Your, your team blew. Uh, that's why you're going to make a little sprucey spruce. Yeah. Um, no, but fantasy football, it's getting to the point. So push down. There you go. Uh, we had a great time on Sunday. Yeah, that was, that was a fast draft, too. It was only like four hours. No, no, no. Four hours from like the time we got there till the time we were done playing Can Jam. Like we we played Can Jam, ate and drafted within four hours, which I feel like is perfect because. Well, we have 22 rounds. 21. 21 rounds. 21 rounds. 21. You're right. 21. Um, No, like the thing that's the thing that kills me about fantasy football is and you get these drafts, right? And you get these dudes and everybody's sitting there and they're like lamenting over whether or not they should take like this wide receiver three or this running back four. And it's like, dude, just fucking pick one. You're going to drop them in two weeks anyway. Someone's going to be available on waivers. Someone's going to get hurt. Get the fuck over yourself. I loathe, loathe the fact that fantasy football has become such a bug man sport. Yep. Because all it is is just you got these fucking nerds who've never participated in real sports. Mm -hmm. They don't know what it's like to actually physically compete because they're beta-ass bitches. They don't know how to fucking handle themselves as men, let alone as athletes. And then they they infuse, they they shoehorn every little metric and statistic and every little fucking thing and they're, ooh, the DVOA. Like, they, they, you looked at the DVOA of this, uh, this team and uh, you looked at the actual numbers from PFF and like, yeah, then you went down. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're such a fucking boner right now. Like, get the fuck out of here. No one cares. Mm-hmm. But they do that and they made, they've turned football in, they, because, Beta males, and this is the problem. Football has always been the alpha male sport. It's the ultimate alpha male sport. 53 alphas it's, in every team. It's borderline barbaric what we do to each other when we play football. Not as much anymore, but still. Right, not as much anymore because of what I'm about to say. It's borderline barbaric what we do to each other, but then you've got these guys who couldn't possibly ever even begin to do what we, what we do on a football field. And can I help him? What is he? What is he? Oh, I, I love. Right. I love you. Just, you just see him walk behind the camera. He just walks behind me. Oh yeah, I forgot I brought it up here. Uh, but they couldn't even begin to. They couldn't do what we do or participate in in football in any sense of the word. So what do they do? They take football and they turn it into something that is so beta and so bitch. So that they can participate in it. That's mm-hmm. the only reason why fantasy football exists, is because dudes who wear fucking pocket protectors and rec specs couldn't play football because their moms wouldn't let them because they'd be like, "No, you're not breaking a finger in my uh, not under my roof. You will keep your fingernails clean, sir." Uh, those are the fucking dudes right now that are sitting there that are coming up with stats and they're coming up with the guy. You know, they're the ones that came up with shit like daily fantasy. They're the ones that come up with stats that no one cares about. They tried it like they, they already did it with baseball. 
But it's it's yeah. a way for bug men to participate in sports. So you have these lames that participate, that want to participate in football. The only way they can do it is through fantasy. Yeah, it was like the guys from the Oakland Raiders back in like the 50s or whatever it was that started fantasy. You well, have, no, you no, no. The started, from... started fantasy, yes, but oh. it's a, it's morphed. Well, I was going to say, if you ever see the picture of the guys that started, they all look like geeky-ass asshole. You know what I mean? Like the, exactly the guys that you're, yeah. you're talking well, yeah. about. Yeah, that was fun. They it's look like just, Bill Gates. Like, Yeah, like it's this, just like... new age of those guys. Yeah. You know I mean, fantasy, yeah. Beta-ass bitch males. Yeah, it was the two from the Raiders, I think it was, that started it. Uh, it was somebody out there. But it's the, the, the owner of the Raiders now. I honestly, haircut. I, <laughs> honestly, I, I honestly <laughs> wish fantasy football didn't exist. I really do. At times, I agree with you because it, it's such – now, especially with – so many states allowing betting of actual games. What Maybe does, you'll see the trend get away from fantasy football and go back to actual hardcore betting. But what about with DraftKings and all that? Like now that all the betting things come in, like the DraftKings DFS things like exploded, dude. That's insane. But what does but like, what does fantasy football really add to your football watching experience on Sundays? Honestly, it stress. hurts mine. I hate it. Stress. It's stress. It's annoying. It's like a it's cigarette. Stupid. It doesn't involve. There's there's no skill involved whatsoever anymore. Yeah. Because it's all just luck of the draw. Luck of the Irish. And then you've got people coming up with like just dipshit ass rules for their stupid fucking leagues, which I've quit most of them. If I've quit your league yeah. in the last five years, it's because your league fucking sucks and you don't know how to do fantasy football right. Go fuck yourself. Uh, that being said, <laughs> there's like mad people like. Wow, dude. <laughs> Joe used to be in like 16 leagues. Yeah. At one point, I think the high point of my fantasy career was, I think, 17 leagues in one year. Some guy, Tim and Taunton right now is going, well, I'll just go fuck myself yeah. then. <laughs> There's probably a lot of people that are listening to this right now going, well. Wow. Like I said, man, fantasy is like smoking Jeez. butts, bro. You hate them, but you need them. You know, right. Once you start, you need and, it. But the best thing is, is I've been able to wean off of it. I'm down to three leagues this year. Me too. One. One. Mine? And you didn't even show up for it, you bitch. I know. I'm a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing mine, Phil's, and, and Johnny Ballerino's because Johnny, uh, I've, I've been in it for 10 plus years. Did he give you free entry? No. Uh, always. No, no. We, we, we squashed. It's all good. I know. I'm just fucking around. It's good. Um, but no, I, I'm in three leagues this year. I even quit Ryan's league. And I told Ryan straight up, I was like, the only reason why I play fantasy football leagues now is if they have an in-person draft. Because if, if you're not required to be at the draft... In order, like, that's the whole point of doing it. And yeah. to answer my mom's question, why do I do it? I do it because of the draft. I do it because once a year, I get nine of my friends to come over to my house. We get to cook, play yard games, and we just happen to draft a fantasy football team in the meantime. We have an even we play, better idea play, next year. We play poker. We drink. We hang out. It's an excuse for all of us to get together once a year, and we all have to be there because we all have a little bit of interest in it. Did, did you all have to. Yeah, I, yeah, Mom. I do it for the day that I missed this year, and now I just committed well, you myself to five you months of this, fuck. You miss it this year, but what do you mean? You're probably going to fucking come Dude, closer to winning. I missed it three times in the last Paul, watch. fucking 14 I, I'm hey, gonna, I'm going to throw out this. I'm gonna, Paul's going to get to the championship and lose this year. Watch. Oh, we all made that same joke. We said really? – said, we all said the same joke. They're like, Paul not being here has helped his team so much. I will fucking take that. If I Paul, get to the championship and lose, I'll be like, Paul, ah. Paul is a Detroit Lions head coach right now, and he's like, we're all going to do push-ups and sit-ups together, and we're going to all be fit. Everything's going to go good. And then you said, go to the locker room for an hour, and they bring in some real coaches, and the guys are like, everything he just told you, just ignore. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, I've drafted some okay teams like, in the past. All right, there are some years where I've I don't need a fucking quarterback. 
I can win without a quarterback. Well, technically, you really don't need to draft a quarterback or a kicker or anything like that. You can just pick that shit up off waivers. I mean, there's a lot of I, I value usually, differentials within I, I, positions I, I, I these days. Do. Yeah, but you tend to over you tend to overdraft a lot of guys, which is your problem. I tend to not be up to date with a lot of trade <laughs> transactions, cough, Percy injuries. Harvard, cough, cough. You know, that was fucked up. I fucking blame the internet for that one because I scoured it for like five minutes before I picked him. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I fucking did. It was I, everywhere. Because I like saw his name up there seconds. from Matt. No, because his name was up there for the whole fuck. What, what, what round was it? Fourth. It was okay, early. So it was up. No, it wasn't. It, wasn't it was there. early. Yeah, it was like the. It was like the fourth round. Well, no, no shit. I think if it was he was third. healthy, wouldn't you have picked him in the fourth? No. Yes, you fucking would have. He was fucking dirt nasty. He was a special this teamer like, at that point. Dude, it was 2013. I had DT and Decker. I didn't need. No, maybe you didn't, but. No. Whatever, he was a big name on the Seahawks, and they were kicking ass at the time. Okay, so fuck off. They were kicking <laughs> ass at the time. They hadn't kicked anybody's ass yet. In 13? No. Well, the was summer of 13? No, no, 13 it was. Yeah, they were kicking Summer ass. going into 13? No, they just lost to the Redskins in the playoffs. <sighs> but no, they beat the Redskins. And then yeah, they came back and fucking kicked the Broncos' ass in the Super Bowl. No, fuck action. yourself. Why are you going to bring I'm, that shit up? Because I'm saying that's about the time that it started. Yeah, and the only thing Percy Harvey did that entire fucking year was return a goddamn fucking kickoff in the Super Bowl to start the second half. That he was on asshole. highlights, okay? I watched highlights. I saw him. I said, why is he still up there? He didn't have any injury shit. And I'm like, all right, I'll pick him. You and know then everybody what, laughed You know what's fun this year? We all, we, all, we all helped each out this year. We, we were like... Hey, I helped out Ryan. Ryan drafted a guy. Ryan drafted a guy that was like on IR, and I was like, "Hey, do you really want to do that?" And he's like, "Why?" And I was like, "He's gone for the year." And he's like, well, "Nope." I'm glad to see things have changed. Yeah, we're all getting older. Wow, I know. Paul's like, "Oh, oh, now, now we yeah. want to do Meanwhile, this." Everybody's just sitting there, fucking watching. What are you doing? <laughs> Please, God, do it. The just reason why th- that motherfucker. The reason yeah. why that happens is because Shadis is sitting there to behind your yes. back, going, "Shh, shh, shh, shh." shh. Don't, don't tell She's him. She's just an asshole. Don't tell him. She sets you up for failure every yes. chance he gets. It's great. He missed you a lot this year. That's all he talked he about. Dude. I it was played 36 holes with him yesterday. The fact that you weren't that. fucking there on Sunday, it was so fucking annoying because Shadis was just talking so much shit. And it was just so misguided. And it was just he was just spraying and praying. And That's nobody was, does. And nobody was biting. <laughs> but usually he's got you there as a target, and yeah. you're just kind of like the bullet magnet for all that shit, and you guys just go back and forth. Listen, for the, for the, the viewers. The bullet magnet, yeah, but that little the, asshole the, shoots blanks. He don't shoot real talking shit. He's but a for little, the, no. For the people that are listening, just to give you a little bit of a background, Paul and Shadis, they I, go at each other. If you didn't know they were friends, and you just came to the fantasy draft and listened to their interactions, you'd be like, Yo, these guys are going to go fight in the parking lot. Like, this is this is going to come to blows at some point. It gets that bad. We ain't fucking friends. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, that motherfucker, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It just, it's just the way that she's not. Just, you know what I mean? He can suck my ass. Your cloaca? You can suck my cloaca. He's sucking but a he's, cloaca. Uh, right hey, oh, next, hey, <laughs> hey, next year, great idea we, we, we all had. And I, I really pushed for it this year, but it didn't happen. Brunch draft. Brunch draft. Like, ten, like that. Ten to, and shit. Ten to two. That's what Ryan said. Do we get mimosa. tongues to pick the bacon up on our plate? Absolutely. Oh, oh should he said. Oh, right. So he's like, oh, we have lobster tails. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of breakfast do you go to have lobster tails? Fucking portuguese ass. Listen, brother. Listen. Look, look, look. I'm going to say this. He's from right. Algarve, okay? Tell and he's I, from Algarve. I got a couple of text messages and phone calls after the draft. Everybody, almost to a man, told me they said, this is the best draft of the year. Because of the spread. Guy, your neighbor came over. He was like, how can I get in this? I don't know who it was. Just it some was, random dude who was like, can I come over? Pete's son. 
Sammy oh, and Pete. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh, son. he has a son that works. Oh, I didn't know that. No, he doesn't. He lives out Western Mass, but like he was. Oh, like, he was just around. He was just he was visiting his dad, and he yeah. just and he pop, he's like, dude, this looks fucking dope. But no, it every is. almost everybody in my league to a person comes to me and they say, dude, this is the best draft of the year. I look forward to this draft more than any of the other drafts because I mean, listen, man, I had tequila lime smoked shrimp, okay, which I fucked up big time. And they came out like shit, still bomb, but they came out like shit. Cool. We had chowder cool. and we had filet mignon. The steak was great. You missed it. I mean, well, that was just... You know, this is like my favorite day of the year other than the feast, and I fucking had to miss it. It's like there's five days of the year that I like. It's all four days of the Don't feast, worry. and then the fantasy draft. I will I will put together a little mini uh, a little mini draft spread for us one of these Sundays. With a cheese bazaar. You know, I'll, I'll put together like a little mini spread. A cheese what? Bazaar. bazaar. A cheese bazaar? Like yeah. a whole entire open air market dedicated to cheese. Yes, and you sure. come in and you pick out your cheeses. I like brie. There you go. You can I pick like out brie. brie. Cheese. I like what's the one that my wife? Uh, the bravada, bravada, bravada. No, barada, barada, barada. It's barada. not bravada. Yeah, barada. That's that gangster shit. But um, yeah. So that, so, that anyway, draft was fun that day. Fantasy football. The, the the only thing that the only redeeming quality about fantasy football at this point in my life at thirty six years old now I've been doing this for twenty plus years. All right, so this yeah. is uh, – or just about 20 years. Yeah, almost, yeah. This is year number 18 that my league has existed. I'm 14 in. And the only redeeming quality that fantasy football has for me now is the draft. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, I wouldn't even – honestly, I haven't even entered in the teams yet on Yahoo, and they're not yeah, going to – Yeah, I know, dick. It's I not going to get done no. tonight because I'm going fishing in or about tomorrow. five hours. Good luck. You ain't going to make it. What are you talking about? Are you, you, leave, are you, you leaving right after the show ends? Yeah. I'm I I'm I'm gonna be at Ryan's house for three. What? So you're just not even gonna go to bed. Yeah, just don't even go to no, bed. Just obviously, leave. I'm just not gonna go to bed. I, I don't know. I've what do you stayed think? up. This is my first hours. grand pricks. I have yeah, no idea. I've stayed up 52 hours straight. It's fucked up. You kind of start seeing shit. Yeah. But you can do it. Yeah. No, I've done yeah. it. No, I've you done definitely it. Definitely hallucinate. Remember when I? Well, like remember that, Baltimore? Yeah. You weren't there for Baltimore, but man, oh, Baltimore. Oh, what, when you went to uh, Camden <laughs> Yards? <laughs> you drove with yeah, yeah with Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Well, we left at three thirty in the morning, four in the morning, yeah. and I drank a I drank a liter of Tito's, a pint <laughs> of Cap and a pint of Captain One Hundred just on the ride there. Yeah, it's fun. Then we got to the Rusty Scupper and I was pounding beers. Then we got to the hotel, pounding more booze. Then we got to Camden and was pounding beers and just absolutely slaying it. Then we got to the bar afterwards. We went to Hooters after the game. Then we went back to the bar in the hotel and I was drinking Johnny Blue on the rocks. And just 3.30, 4 in the morning, I'm still awake. Everybody's going to bed. I'm like, nah, bitches. Yeah. I went 24 straight hours of just doing nothing but drinking. Ask Ryan about it. Ryan, Josh, Timmy, Eddie, and Jay will tell you, it was the single most impressive feat of alcohol consumption they have ever seen to date. Joey would have accounted for at least 20% of the Feast. I literally should have died that day. Yeah, probably. Ryan, we were sitting in the center field bleachers and we were drinking. Uh, we were drinking uh, uh, Dead Rise, which was the I think it was Flying Dog, the whatever Pennsylvania brewery. They had Dead. It was called Dead Rise, and they made it with Old Bay seasoning, and they had it on draft in the center oh, field shit, bleachers huh? at Camden. Did they keep and, the bay leaf in it, dude? And I'm pounding these the things. I know they did. It was sick. <laughs> But I'm pounding these things, and I'm like, these are fucking delicious. I can't believe how good these are. Ryan's not even done with one, and I'm already on four. And Ryan's like, he looks at me and just goes, how the fuck are you standing right now? He's like, I don't even understand this. He's like, this is not, this shouldn't be possible. And I was like, don't worry about it, bitch. Don't worry about it, bitch. 
Calm down, Shaq. I'm fucking Shaquille O'Neal, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I never got... The, yeah, that, that sounded always like a sick trip when you guys went down there. But that's why I like the draft, dude, because you guys... 2013, like it was the year the Red Sox won the World Series. We were yeah. there. That was the last regular season uh, regular season series for the Red Sox. Oh, we no we were down there. Or, yeah. It was the last regular season series against the Orioles. And they went down there. And then, like, some Baltimore Orioles fans started talking shit, like, fuck yeah, fuck the Red Sox. And I'm like... Okay. So you guys suck. And I'm like... Okay. This is back when I was still a Red Sox fan. And I was like... Bitch, I'm like, Wait, uh, yeah, really? I'm like, it's like the eighth inning, like it's like the bottom of the eighth, and now you want to start talking shit. Yeah. First of all, stole the Giants colors. Second of all, I'm like, you're the Orioles. When was the last time you guys went? Like, what, what, was Brooks Robinson your third baseman the last time you fucking won anything she was in wear- like was she, 1956? Was she wearing a Mike Messina jersey? Who did Cal Ripken play for? Orioles. Yeah, yeah. Orioles. Okay, Cal Ripken was nasty though. I mean, they had some pretty good. Yeah, but when was the last time they won anything? Oh, never, but I mean, they had some, like, pretty, like, dope. Right, I'm I mean, fairly certain, had, like, like, Brooks Robinson, like, in the 50s, was that was, like, their best player in the last time they won. Yeah. Brooksy Robinson, actually, I'm not, not, even, not even shitting you. You want a fun thing to look up? Brooksy? Go look up Brooks Robinson. Uh, one of the best third basemen of all time, actually. Uh, crazy. Speaking of Brooksies. Just under Mike Lowe, who used to drink Jack Daniels in the club. Yes, he did. <laughs> Speaking of Brooksies. <laughs> Brooksy. Uh, we have, so we, we are, we are now at a point where... Yelling out Brooksy, let's go Brooksy! While Bryson DeChambeau is on the is in the tee box is basically a hate crime. It's heckling. It's it's heckling and it's wrong. And don't you fuck to the with PGA. my homeboy. Are they, are they just trying to like get no noise or crowd interference? Like I don't yeah. watch golf, but it Listen, seems like they don't want anybody talking ever. So Paul and I actually had this discussion earlier about the explosion of the popularity of golf over the last two years. We'll get into that right after this, but let's put this up right here. So this is a tweet. So uh, Jay Moynihan, who I assume is a uh, PGA Tour official, uh, says, Brooksy shouts would qualify as harassing behavior under PGA Tour fan conduct, and that that it's disrespectful and they will not tolerate it going forward. So if Bryson DeChambeau... Comes into the tee box and somebody yells, "Let's go, Brooksy!" You're out. See you later. Banned for life. You're gone. No, Man. I don't think banned for life. But but you're kicked just, out of the you're, event. You're kicked out of the match or the, the, that day. Anyway. Who do you think? Like, how long do you think it's going to take somebody to do that the next time? Oh, I hope people. The very in. next time. Right, literally, like someone is going to be like, "I'll bite the bullet. I'll do it." Someone say in the parking lot as he's walking in. As he's walking in, Brooksy. Yeah, but you him. know what though. Every asshole that yells Brooksy obviously is clearly there to to shit on DeChambeau and is maybe a, a Brooks Kopka fan and fuck Brooks Kopka. No, not really. And 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 DeChambeau's I, man, so you should be fucking kicked the fuck I, out. I know. I disagree or with that Brooks completely. Kapka, or Brooks Kopka is paying people to do it. Yeah, I, I completely fuck disagree. Brooks Kapka. Hey, he's dude, a fucking asshole. Why? Bitch I'll just pissed off that he's not as jacked and sweet. Good looking, his fucking shamble with his sweet hat. God, I love that guy. I know, I love Bryson too. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, like, like, why do you go to things? You go to things to have fun. Plizzy's, you might just. Plizzy's nickname on the golf course is Baby Bryson, by the way. His rosy cheek. God, I love that man. I listen, listen <laughs> why, so why do you go to events? You go to events to have fun and enjoy the moment and have a good time. Like, if, True. Like, you, yeah, could, but not, you could be a fan of both and just be like, Brooksy. Golf, it's different. Golf is not that sport. Golf nope. is not the NBA, golf is not the NFL. Golf is not NHL. Golf is the most uptight. You mm-hmm. better get your slacks trimmed to your ass crack up 
so that mm-hmm. they fit very mm-hmm. well. That's, I mean, you can't wear shorts on the PGA. It is a very long tradition. Everything that is a tradition is very well entrenched golf into is, that PGA. It is, it is what it is. I'm sorry. But so, yeah. that's okay. What was his nickname on the golf course you gave him? Baby Bryson. Maybe change it to Zolak. That's very... <laughs> <laughs> you damn kids and your rap you music. Fuck, really? No. Fucking, why? 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 Because you're saying, like, start golf is this? We're going to start... We're, <laughs> We're gonna start calling Dad Zolak. That's yeah, what we're no, gonna do. I hate, probably I, love I it. hate Scott Zolak. I offered him some of my beer one time, and he declined. And I was like, "Well, fuck you." Then. You know what? He he probably hates your guts because he never turns down drinks. There's videos of people giving him drinks all the time on a boat. He's like, "Oh, that's right. no shit." It. Well, he was in a suit. He was walking up from the well, stands. It was the during. It was a game. preseason game. He oh was no, no, he's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Hey, bro, you want some of my beer?" And he was like, "Nah, I'm good." So, bro. and I was like, "Well, fuck you, dude." No, so we were we because Paul and I were talking about this before the show, and. The, there's been an explosion of popularity in golf sure. since COVID started because golf course is one of the few things that you were able to do during COVID. Because it was outside. Outside. There was minimal restrictions to it. Granted, some courses, like the Whale, outside. went way above and beyond, and they put, like, sheets. Of plastic? Of plastic. <laughs> In between, so like you and your partner who were riding in the same cart, like were had a barrier between you. Like, why? Once you both step out of uh, the cart and talk face to face. Right. The, the disease knows that there's a sheet there that it's not. You know, so they it right. knows the rules. Yeah, the, because the virus obeys rules. rules. Right. That that's, you know, it's like the Taliban. They just they know. Like, okay. Center subject right now. Okay, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna respect you. Right. Seriously, we're totally not gonna rape and murder. Anybody for like thirteen minutes? Maybe that's a real sensitive subject. Oh, never mind. Ahmad just fucked that up. Okay, <laughs> God damn it, Ahmad! Like, Ahmad, oh. Jesus! I don't know. Put I don't know why. I don't know why. Like Ahmad. Uh, yeah, for fuck's sake, Ahmad, put down the goddamn goat, please. God oh, damn. Whatever it is, sheep. I don't know why like, Ahmad Rashad just popped in my head, but whatever. Anyway, the cornerback. <laughs> Ahmad Rashad. No, the 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 sports guy. Ahmad Rashad. Remember, like, real talk with Ahmad Rashad? Who was the... The HBO or something who, like that? Yeah, I get what you're saying now. Who was, the, who was the cornerback for the Chiefs that retired? And he was he retired because he was Muslim. Or he had a newfound Muslim religion. Oh, uh, he was Salah, the guy that picked six... No, he was uh, the guy that picked six Brady in, in 2014. Yes. The, the, the Say Something I'm Giving Up On You yes. episode of Row 1C1, which was a fantastic... Yes. We should pull that... We should pull that clip back up. Yeah. And play it next week. Before, because next week, next week's show, guys, that, that we're making our official picks for the season. Yep. Oh, that's, shit. That's, that's next week. That's oh, a week from tonight. Oh, shit. Spoiler. Next up. week, we've He's got. going 2 and 15. we got 48 hours. Oh, so I'm going to, I'll create the, uh, the row one seat one pick em league tonight. Okay. And let's get that going and yep. let's get everybody in it. Uh, I don't know what we'll do for a prize here. I know we still owe somebody a t shirt. Uh, from last year, quite a few people call in. Let us know. Oh no, no, I, I've got the list for the trivia people. I, I still got that. Um, I'm just waiting on the next batch of uh, of t-shirts. There's been some um, there's been some shifts that have gone on a little bit uh, behind the scenes here. Things have gotten a little bit uh, upheaved, if you will. Um, so I have not forgotten about you. I still have the list, and don't worry if I owe you a gift card or t-shirt. That will be made good upon. I promise you. With uh, that being said. We were talking about the uh, the explosion of popularity in golf, yes. and how all these people just came out the woodwork, and we run into it all the time where people don't understand the etiquette, 
first and foremost. People, the gol- golf etiquette on especially like anything other than a private course. No if idea. you're playing a private or even a semi-private course, golf etiquette is dead. All right. And listen, we're somewhat guilty of it because we listen to music. We, we do our own thing. We're bumping tunes while we're playing. That, I feel like, is more new age golf than anything else. But if I'm, if it, you know, there's a tee box here and a green here, and we're in the tee box and we're teeing off, I will pause my music to respect the people that are on the green that are putting. Because they're not there to listen to my music. I do it all the time. Turn it down, pause it. Don't give me that look. We were on a cushion the other day on the 18th, and that shit was fucking... Well, that was because I was pissed off because the people around us pissed me the fuck off. I was like, hey, uh... (laughs) And you were like, wow, you went up on the tee box. And the the green to, like, what hole is it? Like the 11th or something, 10th. This little short par three was literally through some very thin trees. And I was looking at the guys on the fucking green who were putting, and we're sitting there, and Joey finally comes up on the tee box, and I'm just like, yo, and he's like... Oh shit! Yeah, maybe that is really loud. I was like, Jesus. right, and they weren't the people that were pissing me off. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It was the people behind us and the people in front of us that yeah, were really pissing me off. I, honestly, I think I'm done. even for old men. Fucking Dude, golf etiquette's fucking gone. Yeah, so was walking up on our tee box, watching us. We talked about this last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to. Get so it. yeah, we won't get back into it. But uh, but there's been an explosion in popularity of golf. So the PGA is reeling this shit back in because they're like, listen. This is not how this game works. This is not a sport where you come to heckle people. This is not a sport where you come to talk shit. It's not funny. And honestly, golf and the PGA is like, if you're going to do that, we don't need your money. We don't want your money. Yes. Get the fuck out. You are here to... You are here to abide by our rules. Right. And it's the reason why, like, when there was that... uh, When uh, there was that that movement... Uh, when the, Georgia changed their voting laws and all yeah, that stuff. Augusta and, and they were like, well, we're going to move the Masters out of Augusta. And you're like... Call, um, call the PGA. It's like... The PGA doesn't own the Masters, idiot. Augusta to do with it. owns the Masters. Yeah, the golf course is um, enjoy. Yeah, it's, it'd be like, all right, well, we're not doing the Daytona 500 in, in Florida. We're going to do it in California. You're like... So it's well, not that's not the Daytona 500. Then that's yeah. it's it's not Daytona unless it's at in Daytona. Daytona. Right. It's I get it's, that. It's like running the Indianapolis 500 and you're not at Indy or the Monaco Grand Prix and you're not in Monaco. Right, right. It, it that it you could change name a little bit. The PGA Monaco basically Grand Prix. said majority does not rule and this is not a democracy. Yes, this is a dictatorship. Fuck you and this is how we are. And I respect the and fuck. That's out. why I love it. Absolutely. I mean, you got to think about this, right? Right, Augusta National. They had to change the rules. Like, it wasn't even barely 30-something years ago. They had to change the rules to allow Vijay Singh to play there because people of color were not allowed at the course. What? Really? They just changed the rules, what was it, 10, 20 years ago to allow women? Like, Augusta National. No, that was black people. That was black guy, yeah. That was that was Vijay Singh was the first black guy who was allowed to play at Augusta. I'm sure women were right around that. I'm and then sure. no I, women, women no. Way after like, I don't two, know. I want to say like I want to say like women weren't allowed to like 2010, 2009, somewhere in there. What happened to Michelle Wee? Who? That golf? She went wee wee. I went a bunch of shit, and then yeah. she left. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's like a couple more uh, golf chicks now that are out there that are better than her that are hotter. So I, she no, just I have no idea. Her. I just yeah. never remembered. Golf <laughs> cuties is one of my favorite follows oh, on Instagram. Yeah. Golf cuties. Is <laughs> all, 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 all I care about is Paige Sporadic. 
Was that, nah, like, oh, Paige. Oh, yeah, Paige. Nah, just follow Dustin Johnson because he's like uh, he's dating uh, Paulina Gretzky, and Paulina Gretzky's. She's not a golfer. No, but it's Dustin Johnson, the former number one golfer in the world. No, Paige Sporanic, though, the one he's talking about is fine. Yeah, I love Paige. Paige is fucking awesome. I'm sure she is, but so is Paulina Gretzky. Mm. She's just dating a golfer, so that makes her qualified. So it's Go Paige. to her Instagram. She's qualified. <laughs> she pops up on golf cuties all the time. <laughs> yeah, like she's I mean, definitely she out. does, yeah. She's definitely on there. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, boys. Uh, anything else? Any, anything we missed? Do we miss anything? Uh, we had Score basketball your talk goddamn goal. Really. Oh, yeah. Rondo's, Rondo's back on the Lakers. The Lakers are totally going to win another championship. If, Westbrook, the Lakers, if the Lakers don't win an NBA championship this season, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's a like, huge fuck up. It's like every other year. It's a tremendous disappointment. No, I mean, but this team is like stacked, stacked. I really feel like, and the only thing that makes me nervous Don't. about this Lakers team. Getting rid of Kyle Kuzma was like a huge. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Bye, Washington. Yeah, yeah, I mean, here you go. Send your ass off. <laughs> my, only, my only hesitation about this Lakers team is I'm seeing, I'm, it's drawing a lot of parallels to the 2004 team. No. That lost to the Pistons where, like, you know, they had, like. Totally Rick, different. They had, like, Rick Fox and Big Shot Bob and Carl Malone. No, and no, Gary no, no. Payton. And, like, there was, like, a lot of older dudes, like, older veterans That's way on that past team. their prime, guys. It was, the Spurs won like that, too, though. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, that 2004 Lakers team. I mean, think about it, dude. You had Carl Malone, Gary Payton, Rick Fox, Robert Ory. Like, and not to say Rob Rory was even not in his prime at that point. I mean, they still had Kobe, Shaq, Derek Fisher, like, whatever. Like, they yeah, were still, those guys D were in the prime. D Fish was, was still, legit. They were still nasty. Was he six men of the year, like, but almost his entire career? Pretty uh, much. No, he was a starting point guard. D Fish? He was, just, he was the starting point guard at for the a while. Oh, he wasn't. We, no, the Lakers had that award, like, for, like, a couple, for whoever the hell the six man, like, I forget what the fuck. Who, I thought I it was Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher was uh, not starting the whole time. Not at the, the whole at, time. At the right? end, at the end, he was coming uh, off the bench. He started the whole time? For the, yeah. Get the hell out of here. I thought he was always the, the, the I'm six minute like, I'm, I'm almost positive. Maybe I, in the beginning, I'm, I'm 100% wrong, but at the end of his Lakers career, I'm pretty sure he was strictly off the bench. I no, at the end of his Lakers career, he was definitely the starter. Yeah, Hold but at the end of his Lakers career was 2010. 9-10, was, right, right. Yeah. I thought he was a bench guy at that point. Uh, he won no. sixth man of the year, didn't he? I'm almost uh, – the only reason why I would relate those two is because I – or maybe he should have. I don't know. Those Lakers years were. So D Fish was for he was ninety six to fourteen. Yep. Well, uh, let's see accolades. Dude, his, his shooting stance was like so awkward. Yeah, Look at this. but yo, but he was so nasty. I remember watching those finals with the Celtics in like oh eight oh nine or something like that, and I'm like watching everything. I'm like, dude, this dude just comes off the bench and starts ripping shit. I'm He's like, a five time NBA champion. Is he really? Yeah. Derek Fish is, I think he's pretty underrated, dude. He was. Dude, I'm telling you, I I am fairly certain. He never got a six man of the year award. Maybe early? I thought it was when that run with the. When, no, uh, he was a role player. I'm reading it right now. He was a, he was a starter in 01, uh, 2001. After yeah. that, in 03, he was a starter. Other than that, he was a role player. So no, he was the fucking starter in 2010. He wasn't even on the, the the Lakers in 2010, was he? I thought he went to Oklahoma nah, in 2010. Was. He's never won six man of the year. Never did. No. Oh, okay, I was wrong. 
<laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I'm not one for statistics. Anybody listening, I'm not one Listen, for Listen, dude, uh, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at his game logs right here. Yeah, I know. I just I thought he was more of like a bench guy. That's what I I mean, I know he was nice. I thought I thought half his career was a bench was guy. Bench 02, guy. 02, 03, he became he was a starter he started again. 82. And then yeah. he was a role player up until like 07, 08, and then he started 80, 80 games four right, or five years in a row. And then he basically started every game that he played. And he got hurt towards the end, but, yeah, no, he was. I always thought he was a bench role player guy. I, I thought he was six man of the year. Or maybe somebody had said basically he should have been six man of the year at one point. No, or defense from that, that, that uh, the year that I, it was when Kobe won his second MVP and they were up 3-1 to the Suns, from basically then until 2011 when they got eliminated by the Mavs. Yeah. Uh, he was hurt. Don't get me wrong. There was injuries. Yeah, well, he was in, getting old, though. You know what I mean? There was injuries mixed in. Yeah, I mean, because Terry Fisher on that championship team in 08, it was pretty fucking old at that point, wasn't he? Like old man Fisher, like pretty, yeah. You know what I mean? He was seasoned well, but he'd been in the league for a long time. That's why I thought he was like a eleven bench years. Guy. That was his eleventh, twelfth year in the season. Yeah, the yeah, that's, yeah. That's getting so, up there. No, so anyway, I thought he was six man. Though. But anyway, fault. the Lakers are probably going to win the championship again this year, and it's going to be fucking glorious. And I can't wait, and I can't wait to rub it in every single one of you fucking <laughs> snot nosed bitch ass Boston fans' faces. Fuck you. <laughs> when we fucking just like just be like. Ha 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 ha! What happens when LeBron is like an Achilles or something? Because remember, what was it? Three years ago now, Sean? Was it three years ago? Four years ago? Three years ago? When I said that oh, I cool. guaranteed that the Lakers were going to win another championship before the Boston Celtics, and they won a fake ass COVID championship that didn't count. No, that counts. Uh, it counts as much as I don't like it. Still counts. And I then they're gonna. Counts, and, and guess what? They're gonna win one this year again before the Celtics. Yeah. And then they'll win one probably again next year. I and then all these contracts go bye And then who knows what they do after that? Because then LeBron and Bronny and who knows? Maybe we get the next generation of the LeBron Jameses. I don't know. It'll be fucking sweet. It's kids. It'll be sweet. <laughs> It'll be sweet. It doesn't matter. We're the, we're, dude, we're the Lakers. We are going to win championships. In my lifetime alone, I have witnessed 11 championships by the Lakers. I, I've witnessed so many as a Boston fan. As opposed to ridiculous. three from the Celtics? I can never complain for the rest of my life. I've been a spoiled bitch. I, yeah, I mean... I'm Dude, Detroit fans have lived and died and never seen a championship for the, for the, for the Lions. The Cubs did, yeah. Well, the Lions have been rebuilding since 1956, yeah. so they got that going yeah, for them. I mean, Lions, yeah. Literally, I mean... Imagine being a Lions fan. I'm no, sorry. No. I mean, I mean, no. like Decon. I'm so sorry. Fucking not no. even, not even the Fords I, I, just, are Lions fans. I know, right? Like, I just can't even possibly imagine being a Lions fan right now, or a Browns fan. Ugh. Browns, I can like, see. Just that. imagine, but what, just you mean I'm, this year when like, Baker. No, no, they. I mean, all right. So I liked it when they redid the jerseys. I like the white ones. They kind of freshened me. Seen they got Ugh. big. They do new jerseys every two this years. Is so they, lame. Yeah, dude. but they got you know Landry. They got like. Do you know what? Popping cool. ass Wait. dudes, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I kind of fucking, I hate Miles Garrett, but I fucking think like. Paul. What? Go ahead. Wait, go finish your thought. I'm sorry. I like the Browns because Baker Mayfield is on them, and that was basically what I was trying to say. Cool. Cool. You're a Colts fan. So you, yeah, like, how bro- many, you like Brother Baker, the many, touchdown maker? Yeah. How many, how many jerseys have you gone through in the last 25 years? Of two? Colts? Colts jerseys? Changes, yeah. Two. Two changes, maybe. What do you mean? Minor I, changes. I got no, in terms of like how many, the how the journey, like the variation. how the jerseys oh, God, changed. Oh, God. Like almost none. Right, like I, one, I've, gone, two, I've gone through one because we changed from 
the blues to oranges. The we whole just color. changed like, one time in the last 25 years, just once last year. Now yeah. it's like the color rush of our normal jerseys. We now. haven't changed twice. We've I changed envy teams almost, like the Steelers never. and the Cowboys that yes. never have to change. Do you, their do you know shit? what bothers yeah. me? Yeah. Looking at oh, fans, like the Dolphins that change like they, yes, they change. The more new than, logo sucks. Yeah, looking at the fans Dolphins, in the, stand, the Dolphins changed uniforms more than hose switch clothes. There's 60 different slim thugger. There's 60 different uniforms in, in the Cleveland Browns fans. Like the Cleveland Browns fans Golf have playlist. no have no like consistency. Well, they need to. I mean, the Cleveland Browns it's probably ugly. didn't realize when they were doing this every two years that they were like, "We are going to make the dullest, drollest, most unfucking attractive fucking uniforms." How did they get it wrong? Every ever? Two years? How are they going to get it wrong? Every two years. Every two years they do a new uniform. Every Maybe two they years. They should just be like, "Fuck it, we're ditching orange and brown. We're going to go with some kind of fucking psychotically crazy." Just, just put a symbol on it. Put the goddamn dog inside the helmet. Tripping shit, and they're going to get something would, cool. Would you be okay? I know we're way past our time, but would you be okay if they finally put the dog on the helmet, the dog pound dog? No, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, me too. No one else is the dogs. The, you could be the Cleveland Dogs. The Browns. It's a it's a terrible ass name. It sucks. Where did they come? Where did it, what are they Browns for? Is that like that's racist soon anyway? Something like that. Like what do they used to produce? So just in a couple of uh, in a couple of last minute uh, NFL notes. Yeah. Uh, the NFLPA has opened up an investigation uh, into the Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer. Uh, based on his comments that oh. vaccination status was a consideration when they were cutting players. Wow. So this How is, can you blame them? Well, this is going to get ugly right this now. This is the rules they set out. No, you can't but, blame but, the teams for wanting to win. Nope, but the NFLPA is now going to have a battle with the NFL, and they're going to say, these men deserve a job and don't have one because of your bullshit fucking rule. Yep. So that's going to happen. Yep. Uh, the Patriots did cut Brian Hoyer. Malcolm Butler, that is going to be a story to keep an Retired, eye on for the next huh? week. There's, 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 some, there's something going on there behind the scenes. He's had personal issues. And Yeah, it's, yeah that's what I that's saw. That's a little per- weird. And also, Buffalo uh, proposed a 60,000-seat stadium to be built by 2027 in Buffalo. Well, they want a new one. Huh? So. Where do they play right now? Buffalo. In Buffalo at uh Is it like outside <laughs> Dude, or... have you ever been to Buffalo? Fuck Rob, I got you, it's, baby. It's a shithole. You I've will rise up. There. The I Falcons will, will rise again until they trade away Matt Ryan to the Broncos next year. Oh, hey. <laughs> Whoa, no, it's Matt hey, Ryan. Rob Rob <laughs> cracks me up. Rob is the the funniest Falcons fan I've ever met in my life. He's rooting for five and twelve. Oh yeah, he called last week, right? He calls yeah, all the time. I love that kid. Yeah, yeah, he's good shit. Yeah, yeah. Five and twelve, he's he's rooting for it. Yeah, because he wants a good draft pick. I ain't gonna get you a good draft pick though. At five Why does he want five and twelve? I don't know. He just Listen, I mean, I feel pick. the same way. I feel the same way with Teddy Two Gloves and Drew Locke. I would much rather first ever five and twelve team. I, I the would. First. I would rather go whatever six and eleven with Drew Locke under center than eight and nine with Teddy Bridgewater under center. And then because either way, we're getting rid of our quarterback next year, and now we just get a better draft pick. I know, dude. I every time like. That we've been in this situation, like, well, actually, I can't really say that for too much. Actually, well, the suck for luck year, I guess, was the only one. It was painful to say, 
please, God, Troy Palomalu fucking sat Curtis Painter. So you, yeah, he did it! And, like, root again just to get a good draft pick. That's oh, a painful year, dude. I it's know. a painful year to sit there and, and we were going, we were, like, we were oh. going, we went tit for tat with you the first five weeks of the season because we were one and four. The Steelers game was what won us. And then, no, no, no. Well, we, or that the was, Jaguars that game. Was the te- that was the Tebow year. And we... Uh, the, Den- the Broncos immediately bowed out of the suck for luck uh, sweepstakes when Tebow took over and went eight and four in his twelve starts. Well, what I'm saying is the Colts almost beat the Steelers that night when they played for yeah. the suck for luck sweepstakes with Curtis Painter, right. Dan Orlovsky, Terry Seven. Collins, and fucking one other asshole. Uh, th- yeah, whoever. Either way, the fucking the the goddamn Steelers almost lost to the Colts, and if that was three wins, we would have fucking lost to like the Bucks or whatever for the suck to uh, yeah would have been, been gross. That yeah. was the closest game that we won that we needed to lose was the Steelers. And you guys would have then you you would have had like three more years of well actually you would have kept Peyton at that point, so you would have gotten the best three years of Peyton's career, and then. You wouldn't have had Andrew Luck just up and retire on you five years later. Yeah, I know. Maybe we would have might have had like Patty Mahomes or something. I mean, right shit, now you got it. It could have been you guys that won the Super Bowl instead of the Broncos. Think about that. Because yeah, if nice. you weren't in position to take pay, uh, to take Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning doesn't leave Indy. Man, Andrew Luck porked that city like there's no tomorrow. I know. I know. Everybody's saying, "Oh, he was throwing passes at a high school game. He's gearing up to come back." I'm like, shut. The fuck up! Did you I don't see even the way want he, him back. Did you see his body? I don't know. Hey, Carson Wentz he is looks back. Old as shit. He looks old, dude. He's like this, like the lock. I'm talking to you guys. Look like a hunchback. Really? I don't Car- want that guy at quarterback. Isn't it? Carson Wentz looking good, throwing the ball. The <laughs> fuck yeah, Carson Wentz limping hey, around on one foot. We nailed Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson's like, when's the game start? Next week, I'm back. He's hey, back. Quentin, what's up, man? Yeah, you want to see the best thing about Carson Wentz? Crippled. Carson Wentz is like, I do. Do you see Ty, Ty Hilton? You want to see the best T-Y? thing about today? Was I was literally looking today for a Quentin Nelson jersey. Nice. I was like, I really want the authentic. I saved the page. I'm oh, like, I saw uh, you text me that. I'm like, like where can I get the most authentic jersey? I was like, NFL.com. That's what I think, but I really I don't want no fake ass bullshit. No, Fanatics owns everything. Fanatics, yeah. Fanatics, NFL shop's no good. No, Fanatics owns NFL shop now. Fanatics bought NFL shop. Oh, okay. So whatever I'm getting on here is what Darius said. If it comes from Fanatics, oh, which reminds me. It has to be on field. Thank you for reminding me because I got to order a new fucking fridge. Because my fucking game. asshole dog destroyed jersey. my fucking Broncos frisbee on Sunday. It says we were, game we were playing can jam, okay. and then we all stopped to it. go refill our drinks. Yep. And I turn around, and my dog's over there, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, bitch!" I'm like, "You have 400 toys. Why do you have the fucking?" Pick I want the one you're playing my with. My frisbee, it's like, like 200 bucks, 240 bucks. <laughs> you cunt for the real jerseys. But uh, anyway, all right, boys, uh, let's wrap it up there, and let's GTFO. Yep. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Uh, hopefully, we got some uh, we got some pretty fun shit in the works uh, for the next week or two. Uh, Best time of the season. Yeah, it's uh, it's football season, baby. It's here. We'll make our official picks next week for the entire season. Be sure to uh, like and follow us on Facebook uh, at Row One Seat One, and uh, get in the Facebook uh, the the uh, Yahoo Pick'em League. Uh, every you can go head up with us, make your picks every single week. Win some cool shit at the end of the year. Uh, Until then, we'll see you next Tuesday. Adios. Have a good night, y'all. Later. Peace out, y'all.
If he dies, he dies. He dies. He dies. He dies. He dies. He dies.